Welcome to Strange Days Live. Saturday, November 25th, 2023, live from Southern California with our co-host, Tim Tristan, live from Ohio. We welcome you this last Saturday night to discuss all things paranormal, weird, the unexplained. Thank you guys for joining us. It means a lot for you we able to discuss these things with people with uh, like minds. Um, I know we tossed it up yesterday whether or not we're going to have a show, but you know, this things uh, can get very addicting. Once you start conducting shows online, <clears throat> um, yeah, it gets addicting. We've uh, increased our reach. We are now transmitting the show live uh, via X, uh, also known as Twitter. If you want to Follow us, please join um, at Strange Days Live. S L S as you know, Strange Days uh, Live, and S E L stands for Strange Days Live. Let me verify. I just created the account, so forgive me. Yeah, so it is. Um, Strange Days, actually. Excuse me. It's just uh, X at Strange Days SDL. S is in Sam, D is in David, L is in Larry for uh, Strange Days Live. We are also broadcasting uh, live via our Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, please click the link that's on our channel and join that group. And we're also transmitting live to our Twitch channel we have a new twitch channel so yeah there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us um let's see here so yeah welcome guys i just want to make sure like always have to check the background making sure everything's okay and you know, doing the inside, uh, doing the, the the work of an insider sometimes limits you on how you guys are able to perceive the channel from the from, as a viewer, as a watcher. So let me just go to community. Okay, yeah. So our links will be posted uh, eventually on our uh, YouTube page, which is uh, you know at Time Travel Show. And then in the near future, as we get old, as we get old, as we get bigger, we'll probably have our own um, our own YouTube channel apart from the uh, from the Art Bell. Okay. Let's see here. Let me see if Tim is. Yeah, Tim. Tim's off right now, but he'll be joining us uh, soon enough. I'll go ahead and check the lines. Going on our live stream. <clears throat> And we have uh, our faithful watchers. Hi, guys. How are you? How's everybody doing tonight? Go ahead and give us a call. Area code is 951-888-0313. That's uh, call lines for the show. There's two ways. You can either uh, call us, obviously, and we would put you on through uh, via the phone so the sound quality is not as good. Or you can text us at 951-888-0313, and we will send you a link. Okay? And what happens, once you get sent a link, you click on this app. It opens up, and you are going to be live on the air with a better quality of voice. Okay? 
So I'm just going to pin the phone number here, as I always do on our channel. But uh, if you're looking at our live broadcast, you can see that I've uh, I got the logo and I got a whole bunch of um, I put the number there and stuff. So that's that's easy. Nine five one triple eight zero three one three. Call us. Uh, anything that has to do with the strange paranormal, uh, ghost, scary stories. What has happened to you that you would like to discuss with us? Sometimes to make sense of things, and sometimes just to wonder. We've had a few calls, but mostly uh, it's been a shy audience, and it's fine. <clears throat> we are. Um, you know, like every, I always say this, but every show has its own evolution. And so we're a brand new show. I don't think we've had a, I don't think we've been on the air for 30 days yet. I think we have uh, 20 or so episodes. But uh, we always have our faithful listeners out there. And I thank them all for being part. Perfect. So we have, um, Tim was going to have some ideas about uh, some cases that we can start discussing today is, uh, you know, there's no really a, a topic. It's hodgepodge, which means that everything is fair game. And I think eventually, um, not eventually, but as, as we run the show, it, it usually ends up turning into a hodgepodge show. We come in with an idea and then, you know, we just start following the rabbit hole. And we end up with a lot of interesting topics and conversations. Go ahead and make comments if you want. We can read them all from uh, both YouTube, obviously from Twitch, and we can read the comments coming in from uh, the Twitter platform. Let's see. I'm going to go back to our chat lines. All right, guys. So here we are. We're live today, Saturday, and... Um, how about we engage in a little bit of the weird news, weird things that have happened. Let's see here. What weird news? Uh, <laughs> what weird news have you guys heard of? Go ahead and comment, and we'll see. Did you guys watch the this whole thing with the with the Mexican uh, aliens? Well, actually, there were Peruvian aliens, but uh, they were in, in, uh, in Mexico. They had a presentation of this alien alien bodies, which looked pretty. Um, it looked pretty fabricated to me. Let's see here. Four men were charged in the theft of a satirical golden toilet bowl, titled "America" at Churchill uh, Churchill's birthplace so somebody uh i guess well if you go visit the churchill museum um somebody made or painted a, a toilet bowl to resemble it being uh, covered in gold and a couple of geniuses try to steal it and not only did they get caught but also what happened was that it wasn't really gold you know it was gold, gold, gold sprayed or gold painted. So, can you imagine getting caught? What are you here for, man? Oh, I stole the golden toilet, but it, it wasn't gold. All right, Tim. Sorry, uh, you're on. How are you, buddy? 
I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. So I was just talking about the theft of a toilet bowl, of a golden toilet bowl. Yeah, I was laughing. I was laughing. Imagine getting caught with a uh, fake golden toilet. I'm sure that would you would be you would be known all around. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it, man. People will know you. Um, you had, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say it was funny you mentioned the <clears throat> the Mexican UFO aliens or whatever. I wrote that down. It's just like a funny topic, like in funny news story. I had wrote that down. Also, did, did, did you ever watch? Did you ever? Uh, did you? Are you familiar with the photos? Yeah, the mummified-looking little like alien things. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I thought it was. It looked like a hoax to me personally. No, um, definitely. I, I didn't really buy it. But I laughed. It was something good. It was a good laugh. That's there, for was sure. the, 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 there was. There uh, was. I, I name it. I mean, they look just like uh, you know, like something like a paper mache that I like, like like a seven-year-old will probably do in class. And then they try to pass it off as this, like, um, some sort of new uh, discovery, you know? That's crazy stuff, man. And I'm sure there's people out there that buy it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. No, definitely. Then somebody, I, this, I'm not a, I'm apolitical on the show, but uh, somebody made a funny, um, a funny meme in, in which they put, like, uh, Biden's face on this mummy. Uh, and looked hilarious because the, the mummies look very desiccated and old. And poor, <laughs> poor Joe uh, got got the what was the what's the joke? You got You got to be able to laugh at you know at Joe or Trump or any of them. You got to be able to get a laugh at. Oh, definitely, us. man. If people are, in, trust me. People laugh at people laugh at people laugh at it all the time. Yeah. You can't be too serious when it comes to politics or other stuff, you know? No, you can't. I mean, they don't take it serious. <laughs> That's an understatement, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So tell me, uh, you had um, you had some idea in regards to – you had a story that you, that you kind of floated yeah. by me. Yeah, so um, I was – yeah, I was, I was just like – looking into like you know cursed um some cursed places or you know some sort of folklore stories around america or whatnot and i came across a a guy that i watch his his videos quite often um for those that want to it's on jailbreak overlander uh but he did a beautiful video of this place called two guns arizona and um there in Two Guns, Arizona, it looked like to me it was like right off the highway um, of Route 66, I believe. And uh, it was once an Indian uh, what reservation. Okay. If I'm not correct, if I'm correct. And I don't know if this, if the story, I know the story, but I don't know if, there, if maybe like there's like a, uh, like a, like a Wikipedia that might be able to like. Um... Yeah, I I did some research before when you because I I was unfamiliar with the case, but I did a little bit of of research. So, um, I, I yeah, I figured you could you could cook it. I figured you could start cooking and we could talk about it. But I figured you could start giving the basics because there was a lot of 
once once he you know we talk about what happened with the with the indians there was a lot of cursed things that happened with that land and then where it ended up today is just nuts so yeah it's a pretty cool uh topic yeah so the, the region in question um it's approximately well it's in the state of uh, of arizona if you guys are, are are not familiar or not from the u.s arizona sits uh east of california uh west of new mexico and south of utah and uh it borders mexico to the south of arizona now you know all of you guys have heard of the main city uh you know the, the main city which is uh phoenix i'm, I'm sure most of your people are familiar with with phoenix but there's a small city. I mean, when I say small, it's it's small. I'm, I'm sure, I don't even think anybody actually lives in this city. Uh, this city is called Two Guns, Arizona. Okay, and basically it sits on Highway um, on all all Route 66 and also Highway 40, uh, Highway 40, and approximately this will be between um, the major cities will be Flagstaff, Arizona. So it will be east of Flagstaff. And it will be west of Winslow down Highway 40. I'm sure if you blink, if you blink, you'll miss it because there's uh, I don't even they don't even have a gas station there that I that I think. But uh, the closest road will be the old US 66. So according to the little, this is a very brief uh, discussion on what happens. Is this is known as the Massacre Cave. They also know it as the, the 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 gate to hell, and also as the Apache Death Cave. So, for those interested, if you do a search under Apache Death Cave, I think that's the default name. Um, basically, it's a historical site located in the Black Range Mountains of uh, of, of Arizona. We spoke. Uh, it is associated with a very tragic event that occurred there in the late uh, 19th century. And it actually involved a conflict between the Apache Native Americans and some settlers. If you guys are familiar with, um, you know, with uh, with this show, um, goodness, what is this uh, this uh, famous show that they have now with Kevin Costner, uh, The Ranch? You, you familiar Dances, with it, Tim? Dances with yeah, uh, yeah. The, Kevin Costner is a rancher. Not too sure. Uh, Yellowstone. 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 Okay. Yeah. So there's a famous, uh, you know, there's a famous show now called Yellowstone, and it has like two prequels to it. And one of the prequels, which de- details the story of how actually, uh, well, the show Yellowstone is actually about a, a, a huge, huge far, um, ranch. Okay. Uh, but uh, the first one that ever came out tells you about. Uh, how the how they came about, you know, how how they came into into acquiring land. It's a very cool prequel. It's called 1883. Okay, you can I think you can find it in Amazon. And and it um, and the reason I'm kind of mentioning this is that the fact that these guys were settlers, you know, and uh, it does a very uh, fair and very uh, scary assessment of, of what all the set, uh, settlers had to endure. In order to migrate west, you know, it's not like you picked up a U-Haul, jumped on the freeway, and there you were. I mean, these people, most of them, uh, perished on the way here, not only due to sickness, but also because they encountered um, tribes that were in their own right protecting their own territory, right? So going back to the story, uh, again in 1883. One second here. 
Oh, what a trip. Same year that the show takes place, 1883. So in 1883, a group of Apache warriors led by Chief Victorio uh, took refuge in what is now known as the Apache Death Cave while trying to evade pursuit of U.S. and Mexican forces. Uh, this cave provided a hiding place for the Apache warriors and all their families. Okay, so think about it. Uh, you're talking about at least 100 people, 150 people. So this was a very large cave in which, you know, the people are able to hide. Uh, eventually, the U.S. and Mexican forces uh, discovered that the Apaches were hiding out in this cave, um, bringing forth a confrontation and a battle. The exact details of the conflict are subject to a historical debate, as everything is, uh, you know, documentation and everything. Um, and the events leading up to the confrontation itself are complex and very disputed. But during the conflict, uh, many Apache warriors, women and children, lost their life, unfortunately. It is believed that some Apache individuals took their own lives to avoid capture or death at the hands of their enemy. Now, this is something that they would have done, I think, once they knew that the battle was lost. <clears throat> you talk about brave warriors and Apaches. I mean, these people fought to death. Uh, so when it comes out, when it comes, when it comes down to it, uh, of them taking their own life, I would think that that would be, you know, there's nothing left to fight for. So this tragic event actually lent the cave, uh, its grim name, the Apache death cave. And, um, so what I, what, what I, uh, cause this doesn't really mention that, but, uh, I think the, the, what the U S and the Mexican forces, they ended up setting fire to the cave. Uh, and killing, you know, the 42, about 42 individuals that were still alive. So this was a horrific, um, a horrific event in American history. Yeah, according to the, to the, to the story that they had their horses and everything down there also. And that men were uh, cutting the horses and trying to use the blood to put out the fire. Um Wow. And then the people that did try to make it out. So what happened was, if you picture this cave, there's an underground tunnel. You walk in, and it's like a cave. And then they, it goes down into an underground tunnel, which opened up to where they all lived and hid. And what they did was they chased everybody down into this underground tunnel and then started putting kindling and just stuffed the tunnel, the entrance, and then caught it on fire. So everybody that was in the in that bottom part got burned, either burned to death, and if they tried to come out, they would get shot. So there was no, like, they pretty much had them all uh, compromised. Yeah. You know, when you, when you talk about the, this is basically between a, a rock and a hard place, right? Right, uh, right. This, yeah, this reminds me a little bit of, uh, of the fight. Um, the historic fight at the um at the goodness man I'm, Alamo <laughs> yeah the Alamo you know you have uh, yeah. you have like I think I don't even know how many people probably less than 40 people going up against the whole Mexican army right 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 so I mean these are people that just they already know that um that things are are basically lost and uh, they still go for it and and they try to they try to fight their way out so it's it's one of those things 
Yeah. So yeah, hundred and uh, two hundred and sixty people against two thousand, man. So you two twenty one hundred uh, from the Mexican Republic and the Republic of Texas um, were two hundred and sixty. And what's unbelievable is that uh, this lasted from February twenty third to March sixth. So these people really held out for a long time. Huh. They probably couldn't find that that cave. They were probably hiding out underground. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the Alamo. Oh, okay, at the Alamo. I was like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they could last that long. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, they, they, what Davy Crockett is, uh, what, what the famous American. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, the, Ti- Timeless did an episode about the Alamo. Oh, I gotta see that, man. Yeah, yeah, you'll like that one. So yeah, th- so um, so Tim actually showed me a very interesting video uh, in uh, that I was watching. There's a YouTube channel called Jailbreak Overlander. And this guy uh, just did an amazing job going to the site and uh, touring the site and, uh, you know, going inside the cave and what have you and retelling the story uh, in a way that, you know, that actually um, really gets to you. He, um, there, there, there's some buildings on the outside of this cave. Uh, and then uh, what's the scary thing is that <clears throat> a lot of, the, a lot of what they found is that they, they, they're doing a lot of sacrifices in that site. Uh, a group of uh, Satanists have actually performed and they have done rit- rituals, uh, you know, years after, obviously, this this is current. And so when you go there, uh, it's full of graffiti. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the, the five-pointed star, and there's actually blood uh, in the ground. So it, it's still, an, it, it's, it was from a tragedy, it was turned into, Sort of like a satanic uh, cultish practice. Uh, did you hear about that, Tim? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, that's why they kind of called it the gateway to hell. Like you walked it. First off, when if you watch the video, the entrance is really cool. And you said you don't, you don't think there's a gas station. There's a abandoned gas station, and that's it. That's and, it. And and it's every you know it looks like people came from all around and tagged and spray painted it and it was really cool art walking in like there was a lot of cool art um but as you got deeper into the cave you start to see a lot of uh yeah like you said pentagrams and um satanic artwork and i guess as you go to the the lower you go they call it the gateway to hell and there's actual like altars that they were doing the sacrifices on Wow, man. Uh, so pretty trippy. Like, so people are still doing it to this day. Um, what I got out of it that was interesting was that um, all the people that took ownership of that land after this incident and what all had happened to those people, it was it got super cursed. I don't know if 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 that is in there no and not I, at all man. go ahead tell me about that that sounds interesting well, i i don't know enough like to give you the names but like multiple people had bought in the land afterwards and one of them happened to be an apache indian and really? he ended yeah and he ended up this whole family got killed i wish i could tell you i don't know the story as well i was hoping that maybe the story would be uh the history of it would would be on like 
be able to look it up or something. I would have, I could have probably wrote it down a little better. No, it's okay. Um, I mean, you know, it's, um, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that where, where there's a lot of suffering, uh, there's a lot of remnants of, of, of pain. And, you know, there's a lot of, where there's suffering, there's always remnants as far as like, um, not necessarily, I mean, it could be a curse, but if you have good intentions, it could also be a side of blessings. You know, if you're there to honor uh, the fallen, honor the dead, but if you're showing up there to do crazy things, uh, I'm sure that not the best thing is going to follow you. Yeah, there it is. I kind of remember now. Um, it was like a little, little, little town that had like a trade, a trade post. It had a, um, you know, it was an actual stop, but a lot of weird stuff kept happening, and eventually the people that owned it, and it just eventually got abandoned because it was just probably heavy. Just a lot of bad things kept happening. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm posting images for you guys that are uh, watching that. watching live. And uh, this is a, a couple of pictures from within inside the cave itself. And as you can see, there's a lot of graffiti. And for me, you know, graffiti is very disrespectful um, if it doesn't have anything to do with what occurred in that cave. So, so yeah, I don't think good things will, would happen if you, uh, especially desecrating a, a mass grave. And the first, this is a picture that Tim was referring to how things uh, looks like an old garage or maybe like an, I don't know whether there's a swimming pool, but yeah, it's full of graffiti. Uh, but the area in itself is very, very broad, very vast. And so for those urban explorers, uh, I'm sure it will be an interesting place for you guys to, to go on a, on a field trip, if you will. For sure. If I was on that part of town or that part of the country, I would probably check it out. How did you hear about it anyways? Um, I was just looking through and it, uh, it was the, the guy who made the video is acquaintance and I was watching it and I was like, wow, it's very interesting. Yeah. There's another place of the site. You can make out a building and a little bridge and, <clears throat> you know, so yeah, pretty, pretty sad. The guy who made this video, um, is a huge has played a huge role in my life uh he's uh probably informed me for the past 10 to 15 i mean he used to do like just a lot of truth stuff but they kicked him off of youtube so he now just does like documentary style stuff that he doesn't want like you to talk about the truth stuff in his comments stuff he goes to rumble for that really? so yeah his name is richie from boston for those that I why bet there's people. Out of you? What did, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Why did they kick him out of you too? Um, he was well. He was the one that uh, he was the one that exposed CERN for the first time with the um uh, with their little um sacrifice they did in the you know their fake sacrifice they did with in front of that statue in front of their you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so he's he's the first guy that did that, huh? He was the first one, yeah. And he just he's done he's just was you know, had a million, almost a million subs and had a really good you know, he just was super truth. He was connect he's connected with the military and um they just kicked him off. So, you know, he went he does shows every so often through uh, a buddy of mine that I do a show with. He'll go to his channel and do shows to be able to uh get it off or whatever 
but yeah, he was, he's very informational. He just knows a lot of people and a lot of things. And uh, he's very good at presenting the information. Wow. Our friend Jeannie's here. Oh, cool. Hey, Jeannie. My good friend Jeannie. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's, she calls, she listens to us, I think every day. And she's all the way in England. So we'll all say hi to Jeannie. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's a, you know it's it, it's it's a shame when people that are exposing uh, things. You know, I don't buy all the conspiracy theories. Of course, that's just my point. But there's a lot of people who post things that are interesting, nonetheless. And and uh, it's a shame when they get uh, dinged or they get um, you know they they get ran away uh, or they get shooed off of a platform because where does where does the you know where does your first amendment uh where does it lie right if you can't if you can't get yeah. a follow yeah if you gotta follow like the script then you have to question uh, how much can we really opinionate on or how much of our you know perspective can we give well you can just put it here i can just put it in this perspective he got kicked off three years ago what was really prominent three years ago yeah you know? no, I, I understand what it's, you're saying so he was very instrumental in that. He had he had doctors on from all across the world and country, and really uh, Dr. Davidson to Dr. Tinpenny to you know many doctors to that you know exposed the truth about the jab, the the whole the whole that whole thing. So they didn't like him too much, you know, uh, for that reason more than yeah. anything. Yeah, there's a lot of people that lost their accounts, even for even for expressing their own opinions, which were was based on some of them was based on sound sound medical, you know, whether it be advice or, or just personal research. Correct. Correct. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I do a, I do a podcast with my buddy Gil, and it's it's called the Wacky Wisdom Podcast, and we we talk all all types of subjects. And believe it or not, the one strike that they gave us that was that we had to take, they took the video down. We were talking about alternative medicine. Oh my God. And just because we were talking about like alternative medicine and we used, you know, talked about, we call them Gil Bates now, because if you say the real name, uh, Bill Gates, the algorithm kicks in real quick. So we try to avoid that name at all possible because they will uh, mess with you for using that name. So, what a shame, uh, dude. Yeah, it's some 1984 stuff for sure. Definitely some 1984 stuff, but it, it's real. It, you hear people talk about that type of stuff, but it's real. I've I've experienced it. Um, but if you can get around, you know, like I think, you know, if you can get around the algorithm and. I mean, just watch what you say and you're not totally blatant it's not it's not as bad i think i think youtube has a great presence because you know like i was able to meet you i was able to meet my other you know i i've met a lot of great like-minded people because of youtube so as much as i like to uh beat up on it i also am grateful for it you know oh no i don't i don't have any <clears throat> i don't have any 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 complaints except um I, I think during one of my first, uh, one of the first uh, videos I posted, I commented on the on the fact that I used to have a, a huge, uh, you well, I used to have a huge art bell channel, 
I had like close to like 300 videos and I had, um, I don't know, like probably like 9,000 uh, followers. I had like an obscene amount of, of listener and hours. And, and one day somebody reported uh, copyright infringement and it was, it was, it was about like 12 videos that were supposedly copywritten. Um, but then, the, you know, the, it was very bogus because the, the, it came from a, it came from a, like a Gmail account. It will be like art bell at Gmail. And then, you know, they don't give an explanation They just cut your channel off. Yeah. You have no, you have no say. And, and I know like Richie from Boston got a lawyer and got his channel back a couple of times. And then he finally just was like, I'm, I don't, I'm done. Yeah. You know, he wasn't even monetized. He was just doing it because he really, he was like literally the go-to guy. Like when something would happen, he was the go-to guy. So, uh, yeah, they just eventually just kicked him off, and that was that. So that's so. what's important to follow other avenues of uh, of our social media, because God forbid, like when I got that channel knocked off, it's like I clicked on one, you know, it's like within within a couple of within a second, the channel was completely gone and wiped out. And you know, they don't give you the ability to to tell uh, your followers where you're going or what happened. There's no explanation. The channel just kind of ceased to exist. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and a lot of people, and I don't know, I mean, God forbid, I don't, you know, if anything ever happened, but I think Rumble would probably be the place, uh, if, if, if everything were to go bad, that would be the place to go, would probably yeah. be Rumble. So, uh, just to, so when that happens, I'm going to plug in, um, we have a, a Instagram account, which is Strange Days Live at Instagram, follow us. That way, if God forbid something happened, uh, we will tell you guys where to where to where to find us and reach us next. So, Instagram, you can follow us as Strange Days Live. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, and um, I'll tell you right now what it is. So, the Facebook group is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash time travel radio. Okay, that's another option for you guys to reach us. Then we have our X or Twitter account at Strange Days S D L. So Strange Days S is in Sam, D is in David, L as in Larry. And there's a secondary Twitter uh, dash X account, and that is Jesus Codex. Jesus, like the name, and then Codex C O D E X. Uh, and that's um, that's a uh, verified account. So if you guys can follow there, I'll put I'll put the same context. And um, and also um, strangedayslive.com. Uh, it's always a, a way to follow us because that that I own that domain and that points to wherever I wanted to point. So there's a lot of ways for you guys to connect with us, and um, in case something was to happen to the channel, so you know, um, yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah, that was a cool, you know, that was an interesting story that we just talked about with the Apache and all. And when when I was looking at the at the at the artwork and just the whole setup of of it all, it brought up another topic that it kind of reminded me of. And it was, if you are you familiar with Slab City? Yeah, dude. Okay, that, cool. I'm like I'm like an hour and a half away from Slab City. All right. Well, I've always heard of it. You know, I've always I've looked into it. I've watched documentaries on it. I've dude, I've like felt like I've been there before. But uh, 
obviously I would never probably want to go there after some of the stuff I've heard towards Listen, the end do, there. Do you ever come down to California? I've never been out west before. I've always wanted to, but I've never been out west. Man, if you ever come down to California, um, I'd love to for for us to to get together and we we'll, how we can take a trip to Slap City, man. That would be cool, man. I, I've talked about it for years, so I wonder if the the thing about Slab City is it not the only uh, like. Like when we talk about being off the grid, isn't it like the only off the grid spot in the whole country? Like where it's there's no law enforcement. It's just it's absolute. Uh, it's kind of like no the law. old west. It's it's old yeah. west, but but yeah. the thing is that the people there actually behave. You know, so there's probably less crime in Slap City that there is in a major. In, you know, in in pick a city. Uh, the okay. people that live there, yeah, the people that live there are very cool people. Uh, I've seen a lot of the documentaries. So basically, uh, for those that don't know, Slap City is um, it's just a very, very. Um, it's located in the desert of of California. It's about I would say about three hour drive from Los Angeles. Uh, you will be going southeast, and it's in a place in which. You know, they call it slab because there's, I think somebody at some point wanted to build something there. So, so they it was, just over, it right? was our, it was our U.S. It was our, the, the military was, it was a military base. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the gunnery they, naval base. They like set off nuclear stuff there. Um, and then it like, into like a vacation place and eventually they took all this stuff the buildings and all the fish and everything died from the nuclear waste and all that was left was the slabs from where all the buildings stood or all the little huts and stuff yeah you're talking about um actually because because I'm, I'm close to that place too you're talking about uh it's called uh the salton sea oh so, so there's two of them so am i getting them confused yeah, I don't think there was anything uh, nuclear here because California will play. But yeah, so what happened was, if you guys are familiar with the Coachella, you know, the, the Coachella event that they do where they have all the bands. Coachella is about like 30 minutes away from the Salton Sea. Uh, and then Slap City is probably another hour, 30 minutes from there. So the Salton Sea was, um, it was a deviation of uh, the Colorado River. <clears throat> And believe it or not, at one at one point in time, it was like a thriving community. You had like boats, you had a resort, and then they uh, stopped bringing water in from the Colorado, and it turned into, uh, I mean, the the salination. I think it's like three times saltier than the sea, and it's basically all the fish died. It's a very, I mean, disgustingly smelling place. And uh, and then so you have all the old resorts that are like you know non-existent now, but uh, it's an interesting place, uh, Salton Sea. Okay, so I I understand that. So but I do know Slab City, and 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 uh, I'm not. I, I was just confused there for a minute. There, I got both of them mixed up there for a minute. But I no, do. But I you do were understand. right. You were right about uh, being there. The being a military base. There, there's two military bases right next to it. Yeah, and then that's why you know they took. So, but you know, you know, they said, you said it was pretty, uh, you said it was pretty, 
you said probably safer than it would be on the like in a normal city. Um, I think maybe the, some of the people that live there are very, you know, it, it's safe. But what I heard was because of the weather, a lot of people from not just like all around the country and parts of the world like to go there um, that are homeless during the winter time. Oh, I'm sure. So it's like, you know, you got a lot of people that come and go and there's just a lot of uh, crazy crimes and stuff that happen um, that happen mm -hmm. there. But I'm sure the norm, you know, and I also heard it's a lot of like veterans that live out there. Yeah, that I heard as well. So, so Tim, you got to calm down, man, so we can go to Slap City. Oh, sorry. All right, I so, will, so, you said, so you said calm down. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'll definitely calm down. Definitely. I, I'm, first time I've had the offer to come. I would yeah, love to go to California. So this um, picture I'm putting on right now, this is, this is called uh, Jesus Mountain. Uh, and it's basically a hill that was decorated and painted by, uh, by this one artist. And Jesus Mountain is on the entrance to Slap City. It's a great, it's a beautiful place. Very nice contrast. And, um, you know, if you, the second picture here shows this girl walking around inside. So this guy, I mean, I think he was there for years and years. And he just kind of painted this whole hillside. And it's known as Jesus Mountain. And so That's this is beautiful. Yeah. This is what greets you uh, before you enter uh, Slab City. And um, it, go ahead, man. I was gonna say, Jeannie, uh, Jeannie Bado asked, "Where where are you from, and where do you live?" I personally well, am from I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I live in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, myself, I am uh, from. I, I was born in South America, and I live in um, I live in uh, Los Angeles area. What part of South America? Uh, I was born in Chile. Oh wow, interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I came here ever... in the, the mid '80s. Do you get to go back and visit? Actually, it's funny. I'm going to go at the, I think I'm going to go in the, at the end of December. I'm taking my, my son because it's, you know, over there we have, uh, it's summertime over there. Oh, cool. So my son is like an avid surfer. So I think we're going to take him for. Oh, that's fun. awesome. That sounds we'll, cool. We'll, we'll do the show. I'll, I'll do the, <laughs> I'll do some of the shows from South America if I have the time. Reporting live remote from the Philippines. I mean, South America. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put some, I found some cool pictures about uh, Slab City that I want to, I'm going to be putting on. Um, so it's a very, uh, you guys should watch. There's a lot of documentaries on, uh, on YouTube, you know, so you have, I mean, yeah, you this, have like, this they is say uh, it's like the, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Tim. They say it's like, you know, like the, the lawless city. Um, it's like a city where man-made man laws, basically. And, uh, you know, they do a lot of bartering. and Like, yeah, it's kind of hippie-ish. It's kind of... Um, I think it's just got a lot of different characters, personally. Mine's yeah, you're like right. A, mine's like a festival, if you think about it. Or like Burning Man, like you said, or Coachella or something, you know? It you're, does. you're right. Mine's they don't they don't, they don't use any monetary units. It's all bartering system. Yeah. 
So this picture here it shows you a little bit of like the, the home. I mean, this is, uh, you know, I've, the people are very ingenious. This is sort of like a housing. They have these, uh, these homes and then they start building around it. And I just want to show you guys the extent of Jesus Mountain. Uh, that is amazing. so cool, man. I never yeah, saw dude. that. That's something I didn't know about it. That is really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And this is another photo of, uh, you know, there's there's probably like 20, 30 homes there. And then people are, they just recycle. Think about it. Uh, uh, it's sort of like, um, it's like a Mad Max uh, society, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's how I look at it. You know, like a lawless you know wild wild west but you know it's very there there's great things about it you know but there's also that factor of not being safe if that's how you like to feel sure because there's no one to save you if you if you're not you know so safe no per se true um so let's go back to the commentaries uh recycle into art yeah so they're kind of, you know, I think that's what the word, God forbid something was to happen, something like uh, apocalyptic or, you know, I think the world, the world will have to digress into in those kinds of communities, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I picture. If, if let's just say they have their great, you know, their dark winter and everything were to black out. That's what I would picture society to look like. Right, yeah. exactly. That's what we would kind of. That, that's like the default pace of what we have to look into. And I wouldn't, you know, as crazy as this sounds, I wouldn't be totally. If there wouldn't be such tragedy to it, I wouldn't totally be opposed to going back, you know, a hundred years or something. I wouldn't be totally opposed to it if I knew it wouldn't cause such a great catastrophe for everybody. You know, my point of view. It's um, if, if something came down to like a global, you know, let's say that the global nukes or global war, they have this whole movement of people that are so quote unquote preppers. Right. I, I I would rather not survive that, man. You and me both. I, I my closest person to me is a prepper. And I always say, they're like, you know, I got some stuff, but I said I would probably be out protecting people and be right in the mix. I probably wouldn't make it too long, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't I, be, I, would, I wouldn't want to hunker down and just sit there like a bump on a log and hope to live for a year or something in a no. game or something. Why, why you would know? you want to live in a post-apocalyptic world, you know, stuck in a basement, man, drinking like, it's just having the worst life and then put the tree, it, it would be like, um, to me, that's probably worse than just going, you know, than just being in an atomic explosion in two seconds. You're not, you're not there anymore. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think that could be the worst thing to happen, personally. Oh, yeah. man. Did, did you ever watch that movie um, with uh, John Goodman, uh, the, the post-apocalyptical movie, when they're like, actually, um, it's, ten, it's called 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, you never saw that. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, that movie's that movie's great, man. It's uh, just like about what we're talking about. Okay, yeah, those type of movies are those movies are cool. I'm, um, love talking about that. I've seen I've seen a few movies like that where they you know show what would happen if the lights go out, and I've seen a lot of different scenarios, and it seems like. 
the city people would come out to the country and try to like take stuff from the country people is what I is what they keep painting. I don't know if that's you know if that's like what they're trying to plant people's heads or if that's really what the people in the city think that they could come out and just take this stuff from the people out in the country. I don't know. Yeah, this, I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not too sure either. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be stuck in the city though either. You know, on top of a bunch of people, no lights, no, you know, little food. Um, yeah, that would be misery. No, all, all, all of these post-apocalyptic scenarios, man, I'd rather just kind of uh, just check out. So if you were to be like, if when you picture like, you know, some sort of apocalyptic event happening, what do you picture? Do you picture a flood? Do you pick, you know, do you picture, uh, you know, explosion? Do you picture like the rapture or something? What, what? What do you think could be the downfall to our? Sure, I I adhere, you know, I adhere to like the biblical, uh, like the biblical um, uh, narration of, of like final events. So you know, the first uh, our first judgment per se as a society was a judgment by water, correct? Correct. And so, based on based on uh, the revelation or or the books of the end times, uh, are the the final judgment will be a, a judgment by fire. Well, could we? And that's and that's kind of what I thought too. Can we say that that's kind of happening right now? Um, I don't know, man. Because, like, look at like Hawaii, you know, and look at I mean, where you live in California. Um, what was oh, it? Fires? Uh, All the fires? Yeah, with the fires. Yeah. Um, probably one of the most painful cases that I could think of was in California. I'm trying to think of the name of the mountain. Uh, where the fire was, where the people got stuck up in the mountain a few years ago. Uh, oh, Lord. Hold on. Uh, it was the same thing that happened in Hawaii. It happened in in California, um, there's oh um, man, there's you know we have so many fires, man. I know, uh, but it was the one that was set off with the P with the. There was like nine different fires that set off at one time, and it was man, uh, it was up on a mountain, and there was only one way out. Man, I wish you, I could tell you that. Do you remember the day the the approximately the year? I would say it happened in 2020, 2019. All right, so we have the the August Complex Fire, we have the Dixie Fire Mendocino. No. The SCU Lightning, we have the Creek Fire, uh North Complex Santiago Canyon. That's oh. um let me see by the year. 20 uh mendocino car thomas fire well the thomas fire was uh i think that was one here and that was in santa barbara that one had 23 fatalities and this one was on like it was like on the top of a mountain and there was only one way in and one way out 
And what had happened was the police had blocked the entrance so people couldn't get out. Oh, wow. That's horrible. Yeah, no, it's it's not a, you know, it's not a conspiracy. I, 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 if I could go back, I mean, we've covered it so many times. If, if there was a way for me to think of it. I always, you know, everybody's got to remember. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Paradise. By San Diego, the Paradise Fire. Paradise Fires. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have man. like the Paradise Fires. Yeah, that that would that, that was I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. Oh, and yeah. things with that. Remember how like there it would be like there would be the trees would be perfectly fine, and then you would see like a, a building burn down, and then you would see like everything completely fine, and it was like they use some sort of I, you know this is my opinion this isn't what i this is what they say happened but like like they use some sort of direct energy weapon that uh just went through and took you know took out what they wanted it to take out you know so and that's a kind of what people are reporting happened in maui right with the blue umbrella exactly with the blue, with the blue. yeah exactly exactly so I, I absolutely believe that. Um, I've talked to people that are in the military that have confirmed that and can tell you the science and I can send you their way and all that. So, yeah, that's my opinion, though, of, you know, because at that time there was nine different fires that started at the exact same time. Wow. Not at the same place, but at separate places at the same with Maui. There was multiple fires at different places that all started at the exact same time. And then there was a big, giant 60-mile-an-hour gust of wind in both incidents, Paradise and Maui, that came through and just went. So the fire in Maui was 60 miles an hour. Are you serious? So it was 60 miles an hour. So when it started at one end of the island, it went 60 miles an hour across the island. So... You know, a lot of people uh, didn't have time to even run. And, you know, they, there was, and, you know, something that I bring up a lot in that compartment is there was thousands and thousands of children that went missing. Yeah. You're talking about the Maui, right? Yes. And, like, I I bring it up every time I can. Because I don't want it to get lost in the in the news. Because a lot of stuff. Because our news cycle runs so much, and there's like they, there's so much going on that you can they get lost and you start to forget about those things. But you know, I've listened firsthand stories of people talking about being in their cars and men coming by saying, "Here, like, because the fire's coming. Let me get you know, help take your kids. You know, and people were taking kids." helping them get to safety and then the parents perished in the fire and these kids go missing so when they go back to school when school went back there was thousands of kids that didn't register that were unexplained and the excuse was the narrative was they were they called school that day and the kids didn't go to school so they all might have perished in the fire along with their parents but there was again you know this is my again this are things i've i've heard and i've seen it throughout many different people have covered it um 
there, and I don't know if you heard this, and if you have, let me know. Like, there was buses going around, like kind of like the buses that were dropping off uh, the illegals and uh, going around picking up the homeless people and stuff like that. It's, it was the same type st- uh, deal that was happening in Maui that, as the right before the fires happened. And they, they never, uh, they never caught him. Well, I mean, so, uh, not that, caught him. I'm sorry. Uh, let me rephrase that. They never found that. What happened with some of these guys? They're, they're still lost. Yeah. So the question is, where's the children? And then, like again, they try to change the, the, the you know, they change the narrative. They bring in celebrities and uh, try to push that away. And it kind of reminds me of like what happened with the Clintons over in Haiti. You know, there was the earthquake over in Haiti and they went over there. The Clinton Foundation went over there and, you know, many, many, many kids went missing. And it's the same type of, you know, and, you know, we could go ahead and sit there and be and, and not have any thought to our heads and say, sure, those kids just perished and not give them any thought. But that's just not how my brain works. No, my brain doesn't work that way. My brain's like, okay, well, that's a lot of kids to go missing. There's got to be something. And then the people that were involved, you know, you had Oprah, you had, you know, you had the Clintons with Haiti, you had Oprah, The Rock, The Rock, you had Gil Bates, you had uh, Will Smith, you had a lot of names that uh, Jeff Bezos, um, a lot of Epstein Island people were on this Hawaii Island. So you've got to, you know, put, I, I, that's where my brain went instantly. When that happened, that was the first thing that came to me was that. That was, it was like, wow. And then it all started to come out, like Oprah having the blue roof on her house. And the fires literally stopped basically at, the, at a line right before, like, it hit Oprah's part of the island. Yeah, what was the thing with the blue, huh? That was that was another thing. I mean, I never really um, followed too much, but um, yeah, there was definitely that. Well, with the blue... There was talk of lasers, correct? Yeah, they were saying... So, direct energy, what they were saying basically is they had a, a specific color. So, if you go watch Unawakened Saint, he does a great video. I was on it. Um, I was on the show with him. Um, it's on Rumble. He's a military um, helicopter instructor. He's been so he's a he's very plugged into what's going on. Um, you know, he's was serving in Afghanistan and all that stuff. So I mean, he really knows what's going on. But he was saying he was showing videos of the lasers, and they can put specific conductors. So. Like like with Paradise, it was a different conductor. I think it was they were going after uh, a specific metal or tree. And mm-hmm. in this one, they were using blue. And what it was doing is it was showing the laser going by and it would skip the blue. So it was a blue laser and it would just skip. It oh, would hit yeah. everything. Yeah. And then as soon as it would see blue, it would not hit the blue. So it yeah. was like a... It was a question of absorption. Yeah, yeah, and it showed a video. He showed a video of the actual laser going over what it does when it sees the blue. It 
literally skips over it. Yeah, and then when you that. when you look in at the paradise one the or not paradise and the Maui, when you look at it, the one that sticks out like a lot to me is that one restaurant. It was completely burned to the crisp, but there was blue umbrellas out front that were completely untouched and then a blue car in front of it untouched so it was really eerie to see that everything was just dusted and then that those blue umbrellas stuck out like you know so you know it, uh, all that type of stuff you know it's uh makes you think you know and the people and i will give this the people of hawaii are very resourceful and very uh they didn't even really want our help they wanted us to leave them alone you know mm. they they were like now there were some channels that were asking for help and stuff but most of the people were like leave us alone you know we we do we have our own traditions like they were like I saw a lot of really, really sad things like them bulldozing uh, cemeteries and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, what do you I, think? I, was, uh, sorry. If, well, what do you think is the end point of that? Just to kind of regain the island and buy. There was a lot. It was that one. That one was so multifaceted. Um, well, first off, they they applied to have a smart it, to be changed into a smart city. And in order, in order to make that implemented, they had to basically start from scratch and get everybody to go along. And like uh, a lot of these fires and hurricanes that happen, um, you know, it starts with like the government, like, um, you know, the government will come, like a lot of the wineries, where, what is it called? Where all the wines made in California? Yeah, Sonoma or Napa. Yeah, like they're like let's say Napa Valley. Remember when there was that big fire in Napa? Yes. So they, I, I, from what I understand, the government went to the a lot of these, uh, a lot of the places and asked them, you know, to buy, you know, the land, and it's been passed down from generation to generation to generation, and they're, you know, nobody's willing to sell it. So what do they do? They all of a sudden there's a fire and it's not you're not able to return that. Wow. So they they literally buy the land off of you and then take over and that's how they do it, you know. And I believe that's what happened in, in Hawaii. I believe it was just another like a great reset. And then when you do that, there's multifaceted things that happen, you know, then they can do the kids thing, they can do all the other things that they do again the term you hear me say is never let a good tragedy go to waste and that's how i feel what maui was absolutely what a shame um, that's so sad man yeah there was just so many different things that it was just like wow i talked about it for like a month or two and i still do because um it was a tragedy you know it was just a major tragedy and and it literally jumped our our news cycle so fast, and it was you know upsetting. Well, was, that's what it is, man. Our, our news cycle goes by so quickly that, um, you know, they, you just you, we tend to forget all the things that have occurred. You know, like things that that, that 
hold us uh, our attention for a day or two days and then they just you know we forget and we move on yeah yeah they do a good job of that huh i think yeah, yeah. uh i think right after that they came out with like remember the cocaine found in the white house yeah yeah <laughs> whatever happened with that i always yeah. bring that up i'm like you know what happened with that they found cocaine in the white house it was hidden i don't know if you know any of the details to it but they also found marijuana and cocaine three times in the last year and it oh. was hidden under a rug in a room in the white house it, they tried to use the narrative like it was just some sort some uh you know somebody visiting the white house like maybe a kid visiting the white house and they dropped it no it was found by the secret service under a rug in a room that nobody goes into goodness yeah i there, there's also a, i think there was a packet that was found uh, wasn't there a packet that was also found in uh, in the bathroom yes yes there it was multiple ones as i said it happened like three or four times boy and they so those things you know like what what how does that happen is that not that can't be one of the more embarrassing things like how does that happen you know that's it's, i mean especially if that's somebody who has who must have uh access to the white house without even you know you can probably bypass uh security at that point because if you found it three times uh that's pretty careless man and I'm i would sure say is <laughs> yeah go ahead no i know what you're thinking and we're probably thinking about the same person i mean we have to say it i think everybody you know i think it's kind of obvious um i'm not a, i'm not a, I'm, I'm definitely not a uh undercover detective or nothing i'm not a uh but i think i can put two and two together i mean <laughs> i think everybody, decided, everybody you know, i don't think two, two together on that one Joe and Joe were sitting there with it. So uh, who's left? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they found Jared's old stash. <laughs> okay, blame it on Jared. I get it. Talking about from Subway, right? No, I'm joking. Commissioner, right? <laughs> That's what Janie said in the comments. She said they found Jared's old stash. I saw that. Yeah. Speaking of Jared, man, that's a creepy guy, huh? He is a creepy guy. He's, you know, he's was part of finding the, what, the headquarters of Israel. And then he having that building 666 in New York on, uh, man, was it 666 Manhattan? Uh, yeah, 60, uh, Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue, I'm sorry. It's in Manhattan. Yeah, that guy is very creepy. I, I never trusted him whatsoever. They were kind of never. grooming the guy to be... Uh, I think he they were kind yeah, of like the president almost, right? Manchurian candidate style. Yeah, it seemed like that for a minute. But I don't think many people liked him. It just didn't like... It didn't turn out the way they wanted it to. A lot of people no. just didn't really care for him. Like They probably thought they would you also you need know. the whole charisma um to kind of you know like uh, you know if it, it's a charisma issue you know for example trump had it obama definitely had it um 
And then there's people that just sort of, um, they have it for a little bit, but then they shoot themselves uh, on the foot. And then they kind of, you know, they become a caricature. Yeah, like George Bush. <laughs> right? You know, I, I didn't, you know, yeah, I did dislike Bush mainly because of his father. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind, like, you know, he seemed to be a, a decent guy. You know, he yeah, didn't no, seem to be right. like he didn't seem to be the worst guy. Now I could totally, you know, again, I don't know him, and I I know the whole Bohemian Grove and the Skull and Bones and him. I mean, dude, his background is not not. <laughs> but there's but, someone, do you remember? Uh, do you remember Howard Dean? Howard Dean, and no, inform me. He was running in 2004 for presidential for, for the presidential election, and he, he was, you know, he was a pretty. He was leading polls, and a lot of people had like a lot of confidence in him. And then there was one uh, rally in which he actually yelled. He did a scream, and uh, he just became a mockery, man. So it, it's called as the Dean scream. I'll see if I can play it in the background. If you can hear it. And that doomed his political career. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Can hear what? Can you hear that? No. You can't hear that at all? I can hear the music. Okay, let me see if I can. Yeah. One second here. Sorry, dude. It's just... Herber Hawk, yo, sir. We're yeah. just talking. We're talking about all types of things, Herber. Um, yeah, Prescott Bush. Yeah, yeah. CIA G Bush, one head of the CIA, then vice. Then you got it, man. Yeah, Bush is. Bush definitely, in my opinion, is up there with the Rockefellers and leading the way to this. Uh, dystopia that we're living in today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play for you guys the the Dean scream. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Here. And Texas and New York and we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan and then we're going to Washington D.C. to take back the White House. Nothing wrong with that. I like that scary man. I, I like somebody with a little Yeah. I yeah, like somebody what... with a little tensity to him. Come on, man. At least he's not dead. So that's what doomed him, man. Everybody used to get on his case about the Dean scream. And, oh um, man. And earlier oh. on there there was a guy that 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 ran back in uh I think it was the ninety-two uh, no, he actually was he. I think he was running against uh, George Bush Senior. Okay, uh, his name was Michael Dukakis, and he was. I remember uh, him. Yeah, so he was in the 1988 presidential uh, campaign, doing great, and then uh, the, how he, you know, how he dropped the ball. He how came he out. He came out riding a tank with uh, with a helmet on. <laughs> And Stop the media, it. the media just got on his case that he said that he didn't look presidential, that he looked weird, that he looked wimpy, 
and 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 uh, yeah, the guy ended up obviously losing the election. So, do you but, remember Ross? Per oh, sorry, would you add more? No, no, no. So, my, well, yeah, my thing was just that uh, a lot of if you don't have the charisma, a lot of things can ding you if you want to become, you know, if you want to become a president, a presidential candidate. Um, you know, that people don't think about how how like just one little thing, whether it be a scream or you came out of, in a tank, it'll it'll kill your career. I'm gonna put a picture for you here so you can see. That was Dukakis. Let's see. <laughs> hey man, I wouldn't vote for you, dude. You're all about <laughs> war. I wouldn't vote for that. I'm good. So that's what dared him away. What were Maybe you gonna back... say? What were you saying before? I was gonna say, what about uh? Oh, I forgot his uh, Ross Perot. I, oh, I, yeah. I was a little bit too young. To really really remember Perot but I remember he had the charisma he, he was he not like a Donald Trump type figure almost um I don't know I don't well maybe he was very opinionated uh, I don't recall him uh, um I don't recall him a, a, as a Trump but he was very uh you know he was kind of rich yeah definitely definitely rich um and he actually ended up skewing the uh, you know when you whenever you have a third candidate in there uh you end up you're gonna mess either with the republicans or the democrats votes because it's some some people are gonna deviate and start kind of casting votes elsewhere you know yeah so i think uh and that's what happened with um who ran against wasn't it clinton and then who ran against him that year was that bush well, I think uh, uh, Ross Perot ran. Uh, he ran twice. He ran as um, an independent. Yeah, so. he ran. He had a nine. He was. Uh, he ran for the '92 presidential campaign, and he ran for '96. So both of them were uh, were against. '92 uh, would have been Clinton, George Bush Senior. Okay. Yeah. And then '96 would have been uh, Clinton and uh, Bob Dole. That one, oh man, I loved listening to Art talking about uh, Bob Dole and Clinton and all. And uh, who else did he like? Newt Gingrich. Yeah, um, Newt those, Gingrich did you listen to a lot of those shows? You know what I'm yeah. talking about. I love yeah. that era. I think that that's my favorite era of Art Bell. Is that era? Yeah, it was. It, it was fun. It was. You know what? I, what I like about when I listen to. I listen to Art Bell as all these so-called time travelers or people that predict the future, man. They got it. Now, when you listen to them, they got so, you know, it's like they were just a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, ha I mean, they never Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were some, though, that were on point. I and mean, that was the David Ikes, the Graham Hancock. He was, he was pretty on point. He nailed some stuff. And Art was on point. When they would talk about AI... And talk about things that are coming in the future. Art was really on. I listened to it, and there's times where I'm like, man, you would if you took the time stamp away, you wouldn't even know that we're listening to a 20 year, 30 year old show. That's how. No, it's true. You know, I mean, they were on point with a lot of stuff. It's very broad strokes, though. You know, for example, like all those people that have uh, that they they believe in like the Simpsons predictions. 
Yeah, that's I mean, that's super like bold stroke. I mean, they say the the you know the Simpsons predicted the iPhone. I mean, you you can watch the Jetsons and you can say the same thing, right? You know, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a firm believer of the Simpsons thing. Like they said that they predicted the Trump thing with him going down the elevator. Well, that was that tricky. Was, that but was that pretty... was just a, but that was an episode that was made prior. They had made it prior that just didn't get released, and that's what they don't tell nobody. Was what, it was, it, was the, never released? It was never released. Yeah, if you if you go look into it, it was just an episode that wasn't released. So they didn't um, really predict it. They had made that. They made it after that happened. It just never got released. So people use that footage and say, "Oh, but that got debunked." Also. So. Oh, okay, so yeah, because if you look at it, um, that that was the only one that kind of lends some credibility to it. Yeah, and then there's also where like Bart's holding a magazine. Uh, this is New York, nine dollars, and it has the twin towers, like nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, and then there was I think the episode where, which it doesn't again lend any credence, is when Lisa becomes president, and everybody thought you know when she was Hillary. And becomes oh, okay. president, but she never won. They ne so that doesn't really. I think they was what, Ebola. Supposedly, they take credit for predicting Ebola. Uh, there's a few other things that The Simpsons tries to take for uh, credit for. It's same with Family Guy. They try to bring Family Guy in the mix too. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, when you think about like The Simpsons, I mean, they, how many they got like over four hundred shows, man. You're bound to get some stuff, uh, you know, that at least uh, comes close to being um, that you can say as predictor, right? As as being something that you're predicting before. Yeah, definitely. And now, definitely. yeah, I don't. But yeah, speaking of Art Bell, yeah, he would have all these guests, and they were time travelers. And the funny thing is, when you listen back, like, like nobody would mention nine eleven. Um, <laughs> which you would think if you had time travel, that's kind of something you want to share, you know? Yeah, there was one lady I was listening to, and she didn't mention 9-11, but she did mention a lot of fires. She said a lot of natural disasters. I mean, she, what she said, it was so on point. And I do believe, I get what you're saying. You know, like a lot of those New Year's shows where they make their predictions and stuff. There was one lady that was really on point. Like, she really was. But they're far few in between, you know, like there were a lot of them that were just throwing like, oh, the world's going to end in 99. There's going to be an earthquake that's going to take out half of the West Coast. Like, all right. Yeah, we those were kind saying. of, you know, there was a, there's one that always stuck with me uh, about an Art Bell caller. And that was, um, I believe it was a gentleman that, that Art asked them uh, about the Y2K which was the, uh, you know, the turn of the, it was when we turned from the 19th. Right. That's when I graduated. That's my graduation yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, that was, and I remember, um, you know, it was known as the millennium bug or the year 2000 and people, people were freaking out. They, they thought that, uh, you know, the end was coming. And I remember this time traveler guy that came on to art, our bell show. And they asked him about, uh, Y2K and the guy's like, uh, no, nothing ever, you know, came with that. Like he barely remembered. So that kind of 
made me think about it because in essence if you ask somebody about y2k now I mean, most people wouldn't even know about it won't even know right right and i remember because i remember the the lead up to that was huge same with you know art bell you know had a lot of lead up to it and then you know the fact that i was a senior graduating and so we were just old enough to really like i remember we had a big party and we were like waiting uh to see what happened and when midnight came and nothing happened it was like all right yeah i mean for, for for myself my family we, we celebrated at a at a family member's house like nobody wanted to go out yeah it was the total opposite for us but i was literally 17 though you know so i was we, we were like if we're gonna if it's gonna go down we're going out with the bang yay but it was our best friend's birthday too we always and rest in peace jeremy like it was his birthday and we always celebrated on new year's so uh yeah that that was a great time you know that was a great time and you know 9 11 did get predicted though i know we talked about it but william cooper predicted 9 11 and there was I'm, I'm unfamiliar with him um william cooper he's a he was a philosopher he was alex jones before alex jones he was uh well he's the behold the pale horse right yeah 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 he uh again he predicted 9 11 he talked about osama bin laden now i'm not too sure you know i don't want to really get too deep into that but i'm not too sure really osama's uh involvement with that whole incident to be honest i think he was just a a, a boogeyman to be honest like epstein i honestly don't and i question this and you know i would love to hear your opinion because I, I i think you have a very uh logical train of thought there i i personally don't know if if jeffrey epstein ever existed seriously why um because you only see pictures it's almost like he's a boogeyman for that trade and that movement you know it was like they kind of put it all on this guy and then you bring in uh what's her name uh the chick that was with him what's her name Jocelyn maxwell yeah she only got 20 years no nothing ever came out of it you know he got supposedly got probation you know for the same thing when he got caught you know he was associated with all the big wigs uh government officials to lawyers to everything and i personally just feel like you know when he was supposedly arrested it was on a cia government official airplane hmm. you know that right he was a like the airplane that the private jet that he was flying in had government plates on it oh, when he no. got arrested so well, when he, he he was a math he was a math and science teacher uh epstein so i don't know how you can yeah there's i mean there's just too much photographic evidence of like him being a real person for him to be just a fictitious character you know well i'm saying i'm saying i don't know if he was really that like that much of the brains that they're like i think they're kind of pushing it all oh, onto him so you're I talking about he, maybe like a yeah. patsy like a patsy yeah yeah I, i'm not saying he didn't exist as a human being i'm saying 
that I don't think he was the the man that everybody thinks he was because personally you have all this stuff over people I mean they could have just killed him a long time ago you know if they really wanted to so um I always question that and then with his death you know his death has got to be one of the most questionable deaths that I've ever heard in my life no, definitely. I mean, I know that the autopsy report shows uh, th there's a there's a bone in your neck. It's called a hyoid uh, bone, and and that thing was cracked. And you know that that usually comes from asphyxia when somebody chokes you. Uh, and it wasn't nowhere nowhere near uh, where this guy had you know the the trauma, like the lesion from like the you know, the, the hanging or whatever he used to hang himself. Yeah, no, definitely there's a lot of questionable things. But um, what's uh, even more questionable is, did it even happen? That's what they told us. I mean, it is well, literally yeah. all a story, like all of it. With the, Like his court case, it wasn't public. There mm -hmm. wasn't a lot of, you know, a lot of the stuff was, I mean, like, dude, he. I mean, he could still be alive for all, you know. Yeah, I mean, did they wheel him out or or did they kill him and use him as or did he have a lot of information like and I feel like if I was Trump, right, because he was president at the time. Yeah. And if if he if he was so hell bent on taking down the Clintons and, and, and taking and getting these pedophile rings, then he would have been like, we're going to stick this man in a specific prison where I don't care if it's a padded wall he can't kill himself he can't get hurt and we're gonna get sure. information out of him but i don't think that's what they wanted and then if you ask if you go pull if you for those listening uh gil bates if you go at you know you know he's seen with multiple people and pictures with him and same with the prince prince charles right um they they asked him they said what ab what about you and your connection with jeffrey and he said jeffrey who didn't he didn't he just die yeah so what is there to sit talk about anymore that's what bill gates said mm. he's dead now so why are we even talking about him like so he's dead all the pedophilia went away let's not talk about it no more it's all good <laughs> that's you know what i'm saying that's pretty that convenient yeah, that's where my brain goes with it, you know, and he had a lot of stuff on the Clintons and a lot of stuff. So it's like, really, did they did they use him? And then it, when it when the time came, they just, again, use him as a patsy. You know what I'm saying? Like he did all the work and then they didn't need him anymore. Whatever happened. I don't know. But I, I question that narrative. Hardcore. Um, I, I don't really believe the, the the official narrative at all um, yeah it, it's it's hard dude to i mean there's so many things that you know there's so many things that we can kind of look at it skeptically um but definitely i think when when it comes to somebody who's holding um holding so many so much knowledge on people that are so important uh and the guy's just kind of just doesn't it makes you wonder you know um what the truth is uh, yeah it's hard that's right you know you've got to kind of like put your own 
you've got to think for yourself. If you just hear the the original story and go, okay, and move forward, and you're going to hear me say this many, 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 many times, then, you know, that's not what we're here for. We're meant to think and to be able to uh, have your own decision. True. And the second you take that away, you know, these people are going to be able to do whatever they want. And we need people to question things more often. And people are far, few, far in between. And, you know, uh, so getting back I, to this, uh, go ahead. I was just going to hit the chat real fast because Jeannie's got a lot of stuff here she had to say. Yeah, go for it. Uh, um, she said she, she said, hold on. If, I agree. She said, if you make up stories are based on possible future, you are bound to occasional correct or near spot on scenario exactly it's like synchronicity you say enough things your odds are eventually you could nail it at some point i agree with that um, what if, i think genie should call us man i really do too i really wish she would she would call in and she said she told people in the 90s that two towers would fall i would love to hear your story of that genie right there go ahead and text text the number and we'll send you a link and we'll bring you uh we'll bring you on exactly 951-888-0313 and i'll send you a link and then two more then call it and we could talk about any of these topics jd i love them all nostradamus predicted two towers of babylon fall um and in my opinion epstein was a honeypot trap to gain control of wealthy and influential people with power or on way with power or on way to power yeah that get them in, yeah yeah get them in a country yeah i mean that's what they say he was i mean that's what they're that's what they say he did you know uh that he would get people in compromised positions and then have stuff over them and that's why he was able to move the way he did but I, I, as a as a someone that's a critical thinker, and I know how the government works, and how these crazy reptilian—and I'm joking when I say reptilian—reptilians, uh, mm-hmm. crazy lizard people running this world. When if they if there's a guy like that that's a threat to him, and I'm talking the prince, I'm talking princes, you know, Saudi Arabian princes. He was messing with all type Harvard University presidents and so on and so forth i think they would have taken him out a long time ago yeah so i don't know i have a hard time genie text a number so we can send you the link don't be uh don't be afraid don't be afraid Come on, genie. don't be embarrassed you can do it triple a excuse me nine five one triple eight oh three one three we expect you or text and then we can have you on um and then we can yeah it would be awesome to to finally uh because you always post uh, really stuff that's on point so a lot of people would benefit from it yeah dude it's so much stuff out there okay let me ask you an interesting question what what is something that you personally believe that it's people consider a conspiracy but you personally don't believe it's a conspiracy aliens oh wow okay UFOs. Uh, I just, when, you say, when you say like UFOs, uh, like being from another planet or, or yeah, 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 yeah. I do believe there's obviously UFOs. I don't believe 
that and I heard Art Bell say in the show I listened to last night, and it actually hurt my feelings a little bit. Art, thank you. But he said to all the people out there that think that we're the only ones living on this planet and there's not life out there and all that, you're just simple minded and can't, you know. And he was, and I, I, I took offense to that, Art. Okay, took a little offense to that. <laughs> um, I do believe there may, if there was some sort of alien life, I would think it would be in the ocean, man. I, I just don't see it. Some sort of alien creature coming from above in a little spaceship going millions of light years to come here to, to talk to our damn government. I just can't get behind that. I, I just can't do it. Um, so I, I can get. I can get behind it being like interdimensional where they, you know, were, you know, summoned here or something of the sort, you know, traveled through maybe like, like, uh, what is it? Like a black, you know, black hole or something. But like, I don't, and, and as far as UFOs, it's just us, you know, it's just technology. It's just, so our, you think it's, it's like own. when you say it's us, you believe it's like, uh, it's like time travelers from the future. No, I just think it's our military. It's, I just think it's they've got technology. They've got different crafts. And I think they like to bring out the alien conspiracy whenever there's a lot of stuff going on in the news and they want to sidetrack people. And, you know, again, I think they use aliens also to discredit God and to discredit the Bible. And, you know, if you if you... If you have this thought that the the earth is actually and everything around you is millions and millions of years old, it totally discredits the Bible right away. I mean that it just discredits the Bible. Boom. Yeah. You know, so I, I I'm a, I'm I more believe I think the Bible help holds some some credence. So I trust my instincts over NASA or the Bible or anybody that would push that and my instinct says that there was some sort of that there's some credence to the bible whether all of it's true but i think the 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 basic story holds some credibility to me so i don't think that's a, like the flood i don't think that's a conspiracy the what like I, I i do believe that the flood happened you know oh, and, and flood, yeah. yeah i don't you know i don't discredit everything i do believe the flood happened and stuff like that but uh yeah I don't know, I what about rather, you well i think that they're uh they're they're actually interdimensional it's another dimension uh it's not other planets it's just a different uh they're kind of coming here from a different dimension so you. you know it's a different dimension and and um that's why you can explain that they're not bound by our own like laws of physics if you will they just come from a place where they're there's really not not i mean that their physics don't um are not really applicable if, if you're if you're acting i mean maybe the maybe every dimension has its own set of physics in whatever dimension you we're stuck in we're just limited by our own rules if you will you know it'll be like every dimension has its own sets of rules if you you know, for a while, I, I was, uh, and still I'm, I'm very fascinated by, um, by, by physics. I've always loved physics, and um, if it, I got into um, like macrophysics, you know, physics of what happens when you go beyond like the basic rules of physics, right? Okay. 
and um, when when you study uh, the, the that branch of, of physics, uh, everything that we know breaks down, like string theory. Um, basically, is what I, I like quantum physics, and that's and, and when you I study love quantum, quantum physics. Yeah, I'm right. very big into quantum physics. And so you know that when you study when you study quantum things just don't make sense. Like you can have, for example, um, you can have um, goodness. What what is that concept called? When you have particles at a distance, and then one particle, they could be separated by light years. And if particle yeah. A is up, then particle B right away it's 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 down. So these yeah. are things that act on on different laws that are are not applicable to to like your classic physics if you will and so That's i believe kinda... in different different dimensions probably they, they all have like the same you know they would all have the same um within 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 the reality that you're on then you you kind of have your own your own physics so that's why you can violate them as far as like all the g-forces that support supposedly all these ships are able to break how they kind of you know all of, they come in and out they vanish um i think that's that's where i lean mostly into um myself you know i yeah i can get in i can get down with that i i'm, I'm with you on that one and you know in cern is a is a big component to that you know they have they're able to to you know put that into effect and that's something there you know i want to talk about is like it was is CERN able to to break the veil? You know what I'm saying, like, um, and see these other dimensions. Are they the one bringing in these uh, entities? And that's how that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is like, are they using quantum computers, maybe like the hadron collider stuff like that, to bring in to create these black holes to bring in the entities? Right. Give me one second, buddy. Call from. What's up? What's up, Gil? Hello. Um. Yeah, I, I think we we had a, a somebody try to call us. Uh, unfortunately, we lost. If you uh, go ahead and Gil and call us. Um. So, whoever was trying to whoever was trying to hate my voice, have a cough. I don't want to. No matter for my hate new tech. Ginny, it's cool. We just want you have a lot of good insight. It will be it would be nice to have you. Um, whoever tried to call uh, the show now, unfortunately, we uh, your call got dropped. Go ahead and text the same number, and we'll send you a link, uh, which is you actually get um, you actually will get better better voice uh, control. And uh, but if you want to call us, try again. We'll answer the the phone. Uh, here back in the chat, uh, cool and good. What's the topic about today? Uh, hodgepodge. So it, it, everything goes. Right now, I think we're talking about quantum physics and uh, our personal beliefs on uh, UFOs, what they are. Tim, uh, it's more of, um, well, my, my position on it is more of uh, interdimensional beings. Um, and then, uh, Tim, you said that your, your position on... Um, on ufos or aliens if you don't if you don't mind recapping i agree i agree with the interdimensional beings if they're they're entities that we brought in um uh, 
I don't believe that they came in a little spaceship, you know, from millions of light years away from above us and come and uh, take people and do uh, some sort of probing and all those type of things. I, I, I can't wrap my finger around that type of stuff. You know, yeah, it's no, hard. No. It's hard for me to fathom it, and I don't discredit those people. I just can't picture it myself. That's all. Um, exactly. I, I, I want to say what's up to Gil Ambrose at Wiki Wacky Wisdom Network. Thanks for popping in. Uh, sounds he said, like sounds like someone you would know, uh, Tim. I do know that gentleman. He's <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good gentleman. I wish he would call in right now. He knows what we're talking about. Um, go ahead and go ahead and uh, you can uh, two things, uh, Gil. You can either call us, or best thing would be to text us, and I'll send you a, a link so that way we can get you on the show with a better sound sound quality. He's at a he he's at a at a he was at a party watching the game right now. He's not able to. I tried to talk to him before oh, the show. Gotcha. He can, so, he's not able to, but he will. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, he'll be on eventually. He'll be he'll be calling. We get him to this week. So the 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 part of quantum physics that I want I was trying to remember is called quantum entanglement. Quantum and, entanglement. Yeah. So basically, a brief description. It's a bizarre counterintuitive phenomenon that explains how two subatomic particles can be intimately linked to each other, even if separated by billions of light years of space. Isn't that what the dude in the wheelchair came up with? Uh, <laughs> that I, you're going to laugh at me real hard because I think that guy's a hoax too. I yeah. really do. I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe nothing, man. I'm, I, I don't believe nothing. I don't know about that guy either. What, what, what's his name? Yeah, um, <laughs> the wheelchair guy. That's funny. Um, with that little... Yeah, you're, you're talking... Uh, uh, I mean, I, 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 it's late in the day. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Stephen you Hawking. Yeah. What's, what's crazy is that he lived so long with that with that disease, man. Yeah. Right. Right. And he was yeah. also a player, man. It seemed like he had a lot of women for drilling all the time and stuff. Uh, yeah, he had a lot of. Have lots of a lot of ladies, a lot of ladies. Absolutely. Yeah, he was married. He was married twice. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really. I, when I say I don't believe in him, I just don't know if he was really the mastermind of it all either. I think he's a very good face for whatever. But <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I don't. Um... Yeah, I don't, I... I don't. I know a little bit about him, not too much, but well. Do you watch Big Bang Theory at all? Do I watch Big? No, I don't. The show Big Bang Theory? No, I never got into it, man. I never got into it. They talk about all the stuff we're talking about now, and Stephen Hawking was actually on it. Uh, Bill Gates was on it. Uh, you know, and a lot of the other people that that try to push all this stuff. Who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and. All oh, those yeah. guys, man, they're all just shills. It's hard for me to get behind any of the people that talk about any of that stuff. You know, yeah, I think I, I, there's a thin line between, you know, just like in politics, you can have like ultra right and ultra left. Sometimes when it comes to 
sometimes when it comes to people that are in the in the sciences, uh, they just seem to stick to the same plot, man. I, I, and I think a, a grand part of that comes from the fear of being defunded, you know? Because most of these guys, if they were to make an outrageous comment, they can be defunded or because, you know, so that that's that's what I don't think they, they're 100% transparent when it comes to their own personal opinions, to be honest with you. Okay, okay. Well, you know Jeannie what I mean? Said, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I was reading Jeannie's comment. Sorry, it threw me off a little. She said, she was talking about Stephen Hawking. She said he was married and faithful, not as if though he could run away and hide her from his wife. <laughs> but, That's Jeannie, bad, I, I watched Jeannie. the documentary of him. He actually was in a wheelchair the woman that was taking care of him, he couldn't talk, supposedly. Dude was drooling. Dude couldn't even walk, talk. And he was having an affair with the woman taking care of him and cheating on his wife. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, hot. Yeah, she, she was, that's why I didn't understand it. I was like, what is going on here? What is going on? I guess if you got some money and can talk out of a computer, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, man, this guy scored. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty. I guess well, there's a lot of ladies that like they fall in love with the, you know, with the brain, basically, right? Right, and I mean, he wasn't at one point. I mean, he wasn't always in a wheelchair, right? And he no, was no, no, no. He got he was married. Uh, there's a movie about him. He was uh, the, 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 he got married uh, when he got married the first time. He was uh, I think he had been diagnosed, but he was you know pretty. Uh, he was walking and he was pretty functional. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, talking about big figures, and we got to just do a show on this in particular was Tesla. You know, he was another one that I actually do believe in. I do believe that, you know, this is something I want to ask you. And I wrote this down for today's show, actually. And maybe people in the chat, Gil, I hope you're still listening because we did a show on this and uh, we tried to figure this out. And I, would, I really want to get down to the brass knuckles is the Philadelphia experiment. Was that mm-hmm. not Tesla's experiment? Or- um, so, yeah. Um, or did they take Tesla's work? And because I heard, I always heard it was Tesla. And then when we did our research on it, it said it was Einstein. I think that, I mean you know back in there you 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 had the top picks you had all these amazing um, amazing thinkers and um, and amazing uh, physicists right right um, I've heard that he was involved in the the Philadelphia experience but he was involved more of a consultant role uh, as opposed to somebody kind of uh, you know out in the limelight if you will. So, um, yeah, so I, I did some, the research is Nikola Tesla, the renowned inventor, uh, was not directly involved, uh, and there's no, you know, this is just research, uh, there's some, no clear evidence to suggest that he played a role, but, um, but then again, you know, people don't believe that the Philadelphia experiment actually took place, so, you know. Right. Right. So, what is what is your understanding of what the Philadelphia experiment was and what happened that day? Right. So, you're talking about the, the USS Eldridge, right? 
Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. So basically what it is, it, it was a, a ship, a naval ship, uh, and they they wired it uh, in a way in which uh, they were basically playing with a huge, strong magnets and magnetic fields. Okay. Uh, and they were able, well, they were seeking actually. So give you a little bit more context. During World War II, um, the U-boats, uh or or the, you know the nazi submarines were just wrecking havoc on the uh, on anything that crossed the atlantic right so right. what the us was trying to develop and trying to um yeah trying to find was actually uh, ra- uh to be undetected by raiders so uh, by raiders were they trying day- to get past a nazi naval ship the ships but most most mostly just the u-boats because they were sinking the ships yeah not the u-boats that's right yep right so um so a couple of points they were trying to develop a method to be uh basically to be invisible to radar right right so while they were experimenting with electromagnetism uh they were able to achieve invisibility according to uh according to to those that believe the lore behind the Philadelphia experiment. Uh, and there's a couple of things there. There's, um, there was reported that the ship disappeared from Harbor and was actually seen, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it disappeared. It was in a Philadelphia uh, shipyard and then it appeared in another shipyard in Virginia. Um, and there, there were some issues as far as like teleportation. Let me just kind of read. Out. So I just printed a, a, a basic highlight of, of the Philadelphia experience. Uh, obviously, the sources, they describe it as being an urban urban legend, right? Um, right. Of course. But yeah, of course. Right. So um, in October 43, as World War III was raging on, the U.S. Navy supposedly embarked on a top secret project known as the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, with the ultimate goal was to develop technology to make naval vessels invisible to radar detection, just as I mentioned before, thus gaining a tactical advantage in the war, obviously. Uh, and they they try to achieve this by using electrical magnetic fields. Okay, so the experiment involved generating powerful fields, electromagnetic fields, around this particular ship called the USS Eldridge, which was uh, docked in a Philadelphia naval shipyard. Uh, these fields were intended to bend light waves around the ship, rendering invisible to radar and thus the naked eye. So um, they were able to achieve invisibility during the experiment. And uh, not only did the Eldridge vanish from view, but it also seemed to have transported itself into some other place. Uh, so they accomplished the invisib- in, uh, invisibility and um Again, some people claim that it, it vanished from the shipyard entirely. Uh, there's also some reports of teleportation and crew effects. So in certain versions of the story, the experiment went awry. And instead of merely achieving invisibility, um, they say that the ship teleported to Norfolk, Virginia before uh, returning to Philadelphia. And uh, it's alleged that this teleportation had severe effects on the ship's crew, causing both disorientation, physical harm, and they actually had some reports of crew members actually m- merging uh, with the ship's structure. 
following the experiment, the ledger claims that the U.S. Navy attempted to cover up this disastrous result, and the ship was soon there decommissioned and classified as a top secret. Wow. Yeah. And who is the because you know I've listened to the episode. You know, Art Bell had a uh, couple of the guys that were involved in the Philadelphia experiment. On what? What's their name? Do you, do you remember his name? Uh, oh, Albilic. Albilic. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Albilic, yeah. and then there was another gentleman. And I mean, I, I, I believe I. What was Albilic's role? Was he one of the guys on the ship? Yeah. So supposedly, actually, it's funny, but you can hear uh, there, there's a lot. Of, even in my channel, uh, there, there we have the Art Bell interviewing uh, Al Bielik itself. Yeah, he was uh, he was um, on the ship itself. Uh, okay. Called, called him, calls himself a Philadelphia experiment survivor. Okay. Yeah, I've listened to me. I mean, he was he's so old that it's like, you know. Um, it's not the best listen, listening. I've listened to it a few times and it didn't really like, there was another guy that was also on there that he had on. Do you remember what his name was? Are you talking about, but uh, for the Philadelphia experiment or just as a yeah. time traveler? Yeah. For the you know, Philadelphia he had, uh, experiment. He had Andrew Basiago. I love, yeah, no, he was the time traveler. Yeah. I he's a time traveler guy. His story, that, that, the, his story was awesome. Do you I want mean, to that, let, yeah, let that, that, when him? you hear when you hear Andrew Basiago speak, I mean, this guy's like he, he knows what he's talking about. You're like, man, this guy really. I think he's the one time traveler that really, really. Uh, if I was gonna believe anybody, it's him and the remote viewer guy. I believe him pretty good too. I think he he was a no no uh, has you know he was pretty on point. What was yeah. his name? Uh, you're talking about, so in regards to like uh, the other uh, survivor of uh, of the Philadelphia experience? Yeah, because he, because Al Bielik had passed, but there was another guy that was still lived, and he came I, on to confirm the stories also. Really? That I wasn't aware of. Yeah. It might be, it might even be, I, no, I think it's with art still though. Yeah, I believe it was still with art. Uh let me see. Yeah, because um, let me see here. Uh, Jessup was it Jessup the last name? No, I can't really. I really can't remember. Uh, but he had pretty much the same. You know, he pretty much had a good the same story as Al Bielik did. Oh, it Charles was, Berlitz, maybe. Yeah, that might be it. Or William it's, Moore. It sounded like more of like a like a foreign name. Okay, Berlitz maybe could have could have been him. Um, and this is all tied to the Montauk project. That's kind of like where everything sort the, of stemmed from. Yeah, the Montauk project. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then what? So the Montauk leads to that's like the Manhattan project. Right. So the Montauk project or the Montauk. That's crazy. You said that because I was. That's where I was leading to. Yeah, so the the Montag, it was it's actually um, it's based on claims of a secret government experience, time travel, and mind control, and other paranormal activities. So, kind of an overview of the Montag project, uh, you know, time travel, mind control, 
and this one actually had the involvement of, of uh, Nikola Tesla as well. Um, and then they had, you know, the alleged experiments, uh, one of them being the Philadelphia experiment and what have you. So this is sort of, this is like the, the base where all the, where everything else came out of. It was Montauk and then you had different experiments. And the one, you know, had to do with, uh, with uh, cloaking or invisibility was uh, the Philadelphia experiment. And they were like, weren't they like doing testing and they were finding like people that could bend spoons and do telepathic and read minds yeah. and basically what you would call like a superhero today, like a Marvel comic guy, you know, well, it was like they were, they were. Well, right. Well, you would call that. It would be like, uh, I don't know if you watch Stranger Things, but it's like the place where like Eleven would live, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah so that's what. That's kind of what Stranger Things, you know, reminded me of was 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 the 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 Manhattan Project, the Montauk Project. Is that what it was based on originally? I think it was. I, I actually think it was, uh, because yeah, I I, I think I, I read somewhere that it was uh, based uh, briefly on because uh, the, the original title of of, of uh, Stranger Things was actually called Montauk. Okay, it makes sense. It was it Montauk, New York. Yeah, Montauk, New York. That's at the end of uh, of Long Island. At the end of, if you follow Long Island on a map, when you get to the end, that's where you have Montauk. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, and I heard they like a lot of these people that they were doing the testing on, like they were, you know, and like and it's they do that to this day, but they were finding like these people that had these crazy abilities, but they were finding people that they were making disappear, or do all this stuff on that were like, you know, people that were homeless or like that were single and didn't have much of a life. And they were take, this is just what I heard. I don't know if, that, if it was true. That's what they were doing. A lot of the testing on was like, well, but you wouldn't right. I mean, the, the people that nobody misses, right? Right, right, right. You know, and then in another uh, thing that I think Tesla has done and I do want another day or maybe even today I guess while we're here but like is is the the machine that he was able to take down many buildings with just a oh, box yes. that was uh it, it was synchronicity it would um that machine would actually um tap into the frequency everything has a different frequency so basically, you know, everything in the world has a frequency. So this machine was able to tap on the frequency, let's say, of a building material, you know, like cement or wood. And it would amplify that frequency to the point where everything will oscillate and everything would kind of come down, tumbling down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that, that's one of the, that it's, it's basically an oscill uh, oscillation. Uh, oscill frequencies. Oscillation uh, amplification. Yeah, using frequencies. Using, uh, well, tapping into the frequency, right? Right, right. So, I mean. So let's say that, uh, I don't know, the brick has a frequency. You know, it, it's funny because if you believe in, uh, not really if you believe, but if you, if you, if you research quantum, um, if you're using quantum physics, the basic unit of, of, a, of a quantum, uh, well, I won't say quantum because quantum means small, but the basic unit is string theory. That's where everything kind of boils down to. Uh, and when you read about string theory, uh, a string would be like 
if you can go deep into an atom and you go deep into a model you know if, if you keep going down down if you had uh let's see if you had um, a microscope that was able to zoom zoom in all the way down then you would find uh you would find these strings and so these strings are they're able to vibrate at certain frequencies and depending on the frequency they vibrate they create matter if you will so if you got a brick and you were able to magnify it and you get to their uh string uh the compromiser that makes the whole entire brick let's say their frequency is like i don't know 1.3.575 hertz and if you were able to amplify that frequency then what's going to happen then you're going to you know it's like it's like shaking a lego set right 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 so you have you have that lego building and you start shaking it and what happens all the particles dissipate everything breaks down so that's basically what uh tesla um, was able to tap yet they said that he had he had a device about the size of a clock of an old clock and he would stick it on a wall put in the dials and then the whole building would shake building would just yeah yeah and that's so then um you know i think a lot that 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 makes me think of like you know um harp i'm not too familiar with uh with uh, you know like a cern or harp I, I i never really um i never really looked into them too much it's funny but i know harp is the whole thing uh with weather con weather control right well yeah it's the aurora it's the aurora wait, what's the um it's the aurora it's something. called the high frequency active auroral research program Okay, and it's in Alaska. And yeah, basically they use frequencies to control the weather, to make do hurricanes, you, uh, earthquakes, set, do you uh, Do you remember that Je Jesse Ventura used to have a show? Yeah, I remember Jesse. So yeah, Jesse Ventura had a, a TV show and actually one of the episodes, uh, it was called Conspiracy, Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura one of the the first episode of that uh you know aired in uh, 2009 actually dealt with harp and i did watch that episode well harp was just in the news recently i mean you could pull up the story if you want they were literally just in the in the uh that's it thank you chi chi luke thank you they are supposedly responsible for the northern lights exactly thank you chi chi thanks luke and is in the chat john s wolf how you doing in the chat thanks for uh for joining in uh yeah, yeah thank you guys so much for, for but there's an in. article right now i think in the new york post talking about harp being involved with the aurora and the northern lights that were that's going on and that like they're like producing it like i'm talking like last week and that and I, that's something tim that's something you can dismiss because this facility you could you could walk up to this facility yeah no yeah there's pictures i mean it's 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 not you know they, yeah. they say they try to say that it wasn't being used anymore but it's being used and there's not just one harp there's harps all across this world there's more there's other harps but like the main one you know it's like there's not one cern you know there's hedron colliders you know in china there's another i think there's one here in america cool. uh 
So they were saying that like the Aurora Borealis, that's actually a, an effect of harp. Yep. That's what they were just saying in the New York Post. And wow. Ricky, that's that's his name. And Dames. Thank you, bro. Thank you. The remote viewer. That, that was who I was thinking of was Ed Dames. Yeah, Ed Dames had a lot of he he held I think he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. If he if he was if he wasn't being if he wasn't real with what he was saying, he was very good at talking. Remember Ed so, Dames? No, I don't recall that name. He was the know. remote viewer. He was the remote viewer that Art always had on. Gotcha. Yeah, I um there's some shows in art that I, I just wasn't interested in the topic, and I think remote viewing for me personally was just kind of bunk. Um, so I didn't. Um, I know that I know I posted some shows in, on the channel, but I I um, I never like. There's some topics that I just I'm not interested in, so I don't um, I don't I don't delve too too deep into it. So right. the, the the so also says here harp and DARPA, right? Yeah. Harp and DARPA. Well, DARPA is uh, our military. Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. Okay, so they're under their own their, their, their umbrella? Yeah, they're under their umbrella. They might work with Harp, but they're their own they're their own. DARPA also works with Facebook. They work with well Meta. DARPA works with 5G, you know, all that type of stuff. I mean they They've got their tentacles and all types of stuff. Perfect. Yeah, so that Jesse... That. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, man. Yeah, definitely for weather, Luke. Um, Harp for weather. Yeah, they definitely manipulate weather. I believe Harp played a good role in the Maui uh, earthquakes and uh, volcano eruptions also. And whatever that giant uh, volcano... or earthquake that happened um over after east palestine train wreck when all those people died like a few months ago mm. um i believe harp had something to do with that also i don't believe in the coincidence of that one either you know and just uh yeah just i'm going to give a brief overlook uh, as we always do of harp so uh initially established in the 90s i think 93 as a joint project between the u.s government agency including the air force navy and defense darpa uh, primarily mission was to conduct scientific research on the ionosphere, which is the region of Earth's upper atmosphere containing charged particles. Interesting. Um, HARP consisted of an array of high-frequency transmitters and a network of antennas, which you can see if you if you um, if you Google it, you see this this plot of land in, in the middle of Alaska, which is covered with antennas. They could send radio frequency signals into the ionosphere, where they interacted with charged particles, causing various phenomena such as heating or altering the ionosphere property temporarily. My goodness. Uh, the primary scientific goals of HARP included, one, studying the ionosphere to improve our understanding and the properties and behaviors. Two, was investigating the potential for using ionospheric phenomena for communication and navigation. And three, was explore the effects of the ionosphere on radio and satellite communication. Um, you know, then they talk about the conspiracy theorist, right? Um, capability to control weather, manipulate minds, engage in other covert activities. And then in 2014, the U.S. Air Force announced that it will close the heart facilities due to budget constraints. So that, in a nutshell, is um, the Wikipedia version of HARP. 
and um yeah you know i'm gonna you know and then according to tim also or not according to tim but uh like i said i never researched fully uh this is uh how they were able to or cause certain aspects of um you know you said fires and earthquakes and what have you yep definitely the volcano in hawaii that erupted um to cause earthquakes and what they do is they're able to use frequencies to get the plates to shake underground and causing the the hiroshima uh not hiroshima what was the um the giant uh you're talking about you're talking about the tectonic plates right yeah the tectonic plates and it it shakes them and it causes an earthquake which can then cause the eruption of volcanoes which then causes tsunami all those things yeah and what i'm thinking also is that you know i mean harp is the it was the initiation right it ran from the 90s until 2014 well if you develop something that's way better than harp you close harp and you move on to the next thing right 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 and that's what a lot of people are trying to do is act like well harp is just old technology but that's not true like frequencies are frequencies they they can update that i don't yeah. i don't believe that you know so what I'm, and what i wanted to i'm um what i'm trying to say is that harp could have been like the flip phone and now you know they moved into like the iphone or a facet of research right 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 absolutely and that's where the chem the the chemtrails come in and putting all the different chemicals in the sky to get oh, you the know there's the yeah then you got the butterfly effect from you know you spray in one area like we i use the example in cleveland a lot because canada is on the other side of the lake mm -hmm. so like we could they could be dumping we call it dumping our way it's like when they dump on us this where they just spray you know it looks like the whole sky is just been written in you know and every I mean, if you don't see it there's something wrong with you so they do that you, here in ohio very often so for for the for the listeners out there what i like about having tim uh and what you guys should like about having tim and myself is that we don't always agree on, on certain things and uh, you know and uh so i re i re respect obviously i respect uh, i don't i'm not a big believer on uh on chemtrails myself um well um, yeah so it's cool i i respect him and i like to hear about it but i don't close my mind i mean if you guys you know if if i do research i'm sure that there's some validity well, but i've had we'll a whole lot of questions about chemtrails myself we'll just have to do a show specifically on that because i think after the end of the show it's a i think it i could probably uh can change your opinion on that yeah. one for you know sure. one thing that that's one one thing that bothers me uh about chemtrails that I, I cannot rationally think about it is these chemtrails they go for like hundreds of miles my thing is how do they store all these chemicals in a in a plane no, how, here, how are you... here there's actually the, here you know what I, I i'm not gonna wait to convince you because you're gonna hear me talk about them often so i might as well just go ahead and give you some facts Go ahead and right now, as we're talking, look, type in Project Solar Shield 20, I believe 17, Harvard University. Okay, Project Solar Shield 2017, Harvard? Yeah. Okay. Now, that project, they came out, and you can go ahead and read about it. I'll describe it real fast, too, is... Um, I, man, I'm having a brain fart of what the guy's name is. As soon as you say his name, I'll, I'll, I'll know. But the, the professor 
who runs the program, what, what, what their theory is, is that they spray. And this is not a conspiracy. Okay, you guys, this, the documents are all there. There's there's Project Solar Shield 2017, 2018, 19, 20, and it goes on and so forth. But they they what their their goal was is to combat global warming and to spray this these uh, strontium, lithium, uh, barium, um, multiple metals in the sky to block the sun in order for the sun that was sending too much heat waves down and it would reflect the sun back into the stratosphere that so was their goal like, that um, is their goal so it's just it's either uh david keith david keith yeah david or, keith that's or it. Fr david frank keith. frank coach 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 nope david keith david keith so, so basically what you're saying is that it will be like um like when you you know on a hot day you put in uh the the, the screens in the the front window of your car like a reflector right um yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 basically that's what they're saying yeah so basically what they're saying is they're putting a cloud like their own like a cloud like a film of cloud over it so that the 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 sun that if you notice the sun i don't know about about in california but here in ohio it's it's will be really hot and it's really not that sunny out that happens. Okay, that's yeah. because so you have like a greenhouse effect there yeah absolutely yeah okay, and, so, you know all right so, yeah. so just to recap sorry it's just, uh, it's just the way my brain processes stuff all right so you said that project solar shield has been running for a few years from harvard and the main purpose of this was to sort of either uh, black out some of the sun rays and at the same time be able to create like a greenhouse effect, correct? Yeah, yeah. Read what they say. Read what Hardberg says. Okay, but how do how does that tie in with the with the chemtrails? Because th that's they're spraying lithium, strontium, barium, um, and what goes up comes down. So when they spray this stuff. When it rains, it comes down into your drinking water, and the the animals drink it. It gets into your food. I mean, we if you go test yourself right now, I guarantee you'll have heavy metals in your system, and that's not natural. No, I know, but there's there's heavy metals everywhere, like where we eat, where we well, breathe, uh, as far as like even water. But okay, so let me, uh, so so I can understand. I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. So then, so then the camp. Let's say the chemtrails are to be able to research this, as you say. So then the fallout is it's not really what they're after. They're not after poisoning, if you will, quote unquote, with the chemtrails. It's just well, a byproduct. They... It's just a byproduct what... of what they're trying to. So it's a byproduct of them conducting their experiment. Yeah, because they look at us as a big petri dish. They don't look at us like you know we're. It's a big, you know, it's a big scientific scientific experiment, you know, and they don't they look at us like we're just mice in a petri dish, you know. But and how, how do you explain how do you explain like the chemtrails being, you know, like in the 1930s and 40s people photographed the sky and you can make a case for chemtrails. Well, maybe those could have been actual vapors, but you know, and the airplane has evolved from 1940 to 2023. Yeah, I would think okay. so. I've looked at plenty of airplanes fly by, and because uh, I do nothing but study the sky. So, so there's three topics that I'm well versed in: CERN, HARP, and 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 chem and chemtrails.
Okay, that's, that's three that things that I'm are, very. Those are the ones very, that I like in. <laughs> so that's why I said we're gonna have a fun time with this because those are things that I actually um, took a lot of time to, you know. And so when you look up at the sky, I mean, there's many things to it. I mean, if you look up at the sky, when you see the sky turn pink at night, do you know okay. what that pink? Is? Do you know what that pink is? That's the uh, well, lith that's the lithium that they were spraying in the sky. Do but how do you know, account for how do you account for pink skies in the 1800s? I mean there was probably always pink skies but I don't think there was pink skies with lines all the way across them. Okay, I've never so seen it. I've never seen Listen, I remember in the 90s looking up at the sky and seeing big fluffy clouds that you know you would say oh look there's a dinosaur oh look there's santa's face etc and so on and so forth nowadays you see these you know the wispy clouds that are i think they're all sitting behind the layer like a layer of film i truly believe that all right and so how do you, it. what about my original question where do they, i mean where, where where does a plane have the capability to store like hundreds of uh well, these are, uh, my, these, are like thick. these are like super thick. Um, these are trails, right? Yeah. So what what they do is what they do is they have. I believe they have drones, and they they have. So when they come out, each one. If you look at a chemtrail up, like Mike Decker is a really good source. If you go watch Mike Decker's videos, he he zooms in on all the planes, and he can tell you exactly what plane is coming what they're spraying, where they're coming from. I mean, he is like, I don't know. He's very good at what he does. And basically, so they'll store it in the, in the, in these planes in like tanks and one each like stream that comes out will push out a different chemical. And it's kind of like a binding agency and they all bind together. And that's how you see like, You'll see, like, it looks like a frequency in the sky. It's because they're all binding together and they stretch out into a cloud. So you'll see one line and it doesn't just, you, you, all right, you can see planes fly by and then the cloud, the lines will dissipate and it's gone. But then you'll see ones that sit there all day long and those dissipate in the clouds. Hmm. Sorry, buddy. Oh, you're um, good. So how do you account for what about uh, there's a lot of people also that how do you account for uh, the con being a contrail as opposed to a cantrail? I mean, I hardly see contrails, but I mean, contrails, I guess, exist, you know, um, I mean, obviously. But if you look up like me, I videotape all day long and I'll see planes. My question to you to counteract that question is. How come there'll be a plane flying by and leaving uh, a three or four mile trail and then another plane will fly by and nothing comes out of it. But if it's supposed to be because of the weather and the whatever's going on in the sky, how come one plane won't, but the other plane leaves this giant X in the sky? Um, you know, we always call it X marks the spot, but... Um, I again, hmm? again, um, look into Harvard University. They they talk about it in nauseum, and I mean brag about it. Uh, there's a man named Dane Wigington who is an expert in it, and he goes and 
there's a lot of debates between Dane Wigington and da Dr. David Keith uh, about this topic. And yeah. I mean, they, they, it's definitely, you know, there was Project Popeye. I mean, this has been going on. I mean, they talked about it in Vietnam. I mean, they used chemtrails in Vietnam to change the weather and to um, poison all the to all the Vietnamese. Project well, Popeye. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I well, they also use Agent Orange that poison. And Agent Orange orders. too. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I, I have to research a little bit more, but there's. Uh, I don't. Um, I don't really adhere to that. The whole chemtrail. Could they spray? I mean, the other thing is if, um, you know, if let, let's say they are spraying at, at the altitude they're in, by the time it makes it to the ground, uh, if it doesn't get dissipated by the wind, I mean, the the amount will be minuscule. You know right yeah 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 which uh, can you repeat that sorry i was reading the comments there's a lot going on in the comments yeah no what i'm saying is by the time by the time the particles make it to ground even if they make it to the ground i mean the parts per million must be like negligent well there's testing um i think in colorado like they went up into the colorado mountains and and, and desolate places where nobody would hike or be and they would take snow and test it and there was high amounts of like i said strontium lithium like parts per you know there's like a lethal i think it was like a hundred times the the natural amount that should be in the snow like you said there's natural metals in the snow i'm not i'm not arguing that point but it's a toxic level amount like a hundred times the amount that it should be that's so I, I i do get what you're saying but no they, they hold on you can uh no it's fair enough you, you can if you want to tend let, let's tend to the the chat so we don't miss out on wow the chat's going ham right now um see let's go yeah he was on art bell a lot um art must have had and and this is uh ricky um, he's talking about, um, the, I'm assuming he's talking about, um, the remote viewer dude. Um, yeah, he was on art a lot. I loved listening to those episodes. I felt like he held credit just because art had him on so many times. I don't think you would have had him on if he wasn't. Um, yes, Gil and Tim, they could possibly want it down South for the greenhouses uh medical era do not blame patrol chemical companies dumping toxic sludge blame some secret agenda you can't name i just named it it's called project solar shield from harvard university and to think that man can't recycle like to think that man could cause this simply by just uh dropping chemical sludges in the ground and not have an extensive like, do you really think climate change is, is not man-made on purpose? I mean, that's that's silly. Yeah. To... That's funny, dude. Today we're hitting all the points where I I I I'm I'm so, I'm like I'm I'm an unbeliever on. So climate change is another point that I I I uh, I don't think is happening. Me neither. I don't, climate change is it, it's like to to even think that that is it's it's crazy. It's like, dude. This earth has changed its climate a million times and it's yeah, not that hot. It's it was it never reached 100 degrees here this whole summer. 
It really isn't as hot as everybody says it is. That's not true. No, and if, so, if, you go, if you go back and you do research, like you do atmospheric and temperature uh, research, you know, you a lot of like the hottest days ever happened like in the 1800s somewhere, you know, um, or the coldest days. Um, I think right now... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the whole global warming thing myself. I think that there's, there's some validity for for pollution, um, but I don't think that we're like quote unquote warming up the planet. But that's just my opinion, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who disagree. Um, uh, Ricky is saying, um, I don't know if I believe in them, but I wouldn't put it past the government to experiment on us. Didn't they do something in Washington State and they let a radioactive plume loose over the state? Yeah, they did that also here in Ohio. Um, they're experimenting that in South America, funded by Bill Gates. Exactly. Bill Gates was also funding the one at Harvard. So when you look into it, you'll find that Bill Gates is responsible. And, Gil, uh, Bates? Funds that. Gil Bates? Gil, my bad. Bill, Gil Bates. My bad. Um, there is proof. Uh, Chin Chi says there's proof they're in the sky. He's basically saying, Look up, they're right there. Um, Ricky said, Yes, I think they're trying to reflect the sun back. Um, Jeannie Botto said, I believe they use it to clear tree growth near railways in the USA. Now, that's a good point. Um, they are right now, they're derailing a lot of trains in these uh, desolate areas in the United States to do exactly what you said to to take over farmland because again i think the their ultimate goal is for gmo um they don't want us to have like natural uh farm good food they want us to eat what they provide um so what what better to do that than attack our farms and then the Monsanto to buy it up bill gates or gil bates and all them to buy it all up hmm so BlackRock and all that, that is, that's not, that's something else. I mean, these are all stuff that we'll get into in plenty of shows. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to all these things. That's um, a good, the good thing about like having a talk show uh, on the paranormal or, or just plain weird is that you'll never run out of topics, man. Definitely not. Um, what does she say here? Contrails are vaporized water, which dissipate quickly while con chemtrails i think they meant chemtrails last for a few hours this is from john s wolf well chemtrails last for a few hours usually in tic-tac-toe pattern that's what i say the x's or tic-toe pattern I can, shape i can agree with that 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 makes sense to me that yeah because they have they grid it so they do these x's and then it, it's it expands and they, they that's how they mark where they're where they're grid they do it in grids and which is usually right by the sun. But then just to play the devil's advocate, that makes sense to me. But what if that's uh, that's a question of altitude? What if, you know, you have condensation at 20,000 feet and then you have condensation at 30,000 feet? Maybe the higher you go, the more that it'll stay. I mean, you know, so there's some validity to that, okay? The, how long it lasts in the sky, but maybe it has to do with altitude. You know? Um. But see, and and I've used that thought, but then you'll see a plane fly by with nothing coming out of it at the same altitude. And you go, how come that plane didn't leave any contrails then? All right. You know and what I'm saying? Know. Like, and, that, and that's my, that is my, like, that's my thing is I'll get, I'll, I'll take pictures of, 
of them putting X's in the sky. And then I'll take pictures of planes flying through it with nothing coming out and going, how come that these planes were spraying for hours and then this plane can fly right through it and nothing is coming out of it. And they're at the same longitude. Why? Okay, but let me let me ask you this. Um, how about um, when you if you go to flight aware or, if, or you go to flight tracker and you the, the plane that you're seeing, you know, shooting chemtrails is actually a passenger plane. How do you explain that? Say that oh what like and not affect the passengers? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, yeah, because I mean, uh, you can follow any plane, right? If you go like to flight aware or flight. Oh yeah, track. no. I look. I I don't like flying. I don't. I literally. I I don't want to be in a plane because of that reason. My mom, same way. My mom literally says she can see it perfectly. You should see the videos my mom's got. Oh man. No, my question is a follow. My question is, do you how how do you explain? Let's see. You and I are outside. It's a brain, uh -huh. you know, it's it's a clear day. We see a plane leave a, a plume of smoke miles, you know, miles. Basically, it is what you describe as being a chemtrail. Okay, right. And you and I go on the computer, and then we find out that that plane is actually a passenger plane. Well, they also can do it on passenger planes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm dead serious. I, I'm dead serious. They do. I mean, but if we were to find out, a I, I I would like to do that. Let's do that one day. I don't think that happens, man. I literally, like I said, there's a guy named Mike Decker who can tell you, here comes a commercial plane, blah, 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 flying from here to here, nothing. Here comes a military plane that so-and-so and so, and he'll tell you the exact model, the plane, what type of uh, streams that it's going to throw out, everything. And he's like, Dude, it's it's and he zooms in right on it. I mean, it is looks like a spider web coming out of a plane. Yeah, I gotta That's I gotta what, watch that. I got I would I have to watch that. Yeah, um, you gotta do once you do it, it'll blow your mind. Once what once you look into it, it will blow your mind. It'll yeah. blow your mind. It'll blow no, your mind. I'm like I said, I'm open minded, but I'm also I mean, I, I'm skeptical to some, and and that's what you and I work together. I love that. I love that you're skeptical because, dude um oh in time maybe you'll buy it you know i think art was kind of skeptical of it to be honest um i like i think towards the end though i think he wasn't though i, I towards the end he actually did shows on it but there was a point in time where he was kind of skeptic of it yeah uh but um yeah luke exactly the x's in the sky i mean dude can't can I ask you that? When you look up and see X's in the sky, what do you think? Are those natural clouds? Maybe it's just the angels playing tic-tac-toe. That's what I say. I say that's God <laughs> playing tic-tac-toe. That's what I say. There's God yeah. playing tic-tac-toe with us again. Or maybe, or maybe it's men trying to play God. Very much so. I think that's the second one. Sounds sounds very, very uh, By reasonable. controlling. By controlling. Yes. But then again, okay, let, let, let's play again, devil's advocate. Let's say that, that, that you know, the, the, the population control, they're spraying us with bad stuff. They're uh, poisoning our food. You know, they have it out for everybody. Then how do you explain the fact that through the years, um, people are dying at an older age? Of older age? 
yeah. think people are dying of I think the age the life has dropped. No, life expectancy has not dropped. It's actually increased. maybe because of maybe because of medical reasons, maybe because our 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 you know, there's better surgeries and okay. more stuff like that. But I'll buy like, that. I'll buy but that. like I guarantee you a kid and and also the people that live longer didn't go through what we're going through. I, I guarantee you if you take a child, because we don't know what the side effects are because this hasn't been going on. It's like, like people have been talking about it for 20, 30 years, right? They've been talking about it forever. But Harper came out in 2017 and talked specifically about the project they're doing to black out the sun. So that was the very first time that I know that I could go, here's the actual proof. They tell you exactly the chemicals they're using and they tell you why they're doing it. There's no like... There's no like, uh, there's no question of like, you know. Now Dane Wigington, he was he was anti chemtro would go in and debate this guy and say what, and he admitted that we're a bunch of mice and we don't know what the side effects are going to be. So children, or people like my age or your age, we've only been exposed to it for so long. These people have lived 60, 70 years, and they're now just being exposed to it. And you see people having heart attacks. And yes, I know there's other reasonings that could be, but you see dementia coming at the age of 70, 60 years old nowadays, and it's not really supposed to come until you're 90 or 100. And I know one huge cause of dementia is heavy metals, and heavy metals is being sprayed, and we're being drinking, we're we're taking them in every day. Yeah. So then, then in the same token, in the same token, people with dementia is not a terminal illness, but it is an illness that taxes uh, the government because then these people spend more time in hospitals. These people spend yeah. more time in homes. And not um, just that, they put the lithium and then, and then so then, all right, you, I remember talking to you about Prince. You're a fan of Prince, right? I love Prince, yes. So, you know, Prince, right before he died, he went on to PBS and he was talking about chemtrails. And he was hanging out. Do you remember who Dick Gregory is? I'm sure you do. Yeah, of course. Okay, he Dick was, uh, Gregory. Comedian. He was a comedian and an activist. And later on in his life was a big truther. And he talked about, you know, he talked about chemtrails also. And, and Prince went on to PBS and was talking about exactly what we're talking about right now. But he was talking about the other factor as like the lithium, but they also put, what is in malt liquor? What's the ingredient that makes people act wild in malt liquor? Do you know what the name um, of it is? I would say alcohol, but <laughs> what no, is it? There's a, there's a, I don't know. I, I can't remember it, but there's a specific. Are you talking uh, about, just, are you talking about just, are you talking about just malt liquor or every, every, yeah, every liquor? Yeah, no, no, no. Malt liquor in particular. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you know? No, there's something in, no, not corn. Um, there's something in malt Malted liquor party. that makes you that Mar makes Mar you act. No, Prince talks about it, and so does Dick Gregory. But they were saying, um, you know, they were spraying that stuff over, you know, the big cities, and that would cause people to get pissed at each other and and argue and not know why they're doing it. Well, it's I, not malt, that, malt liquor, uh, sorry to interrupt you, malt liquor is typically higher in alcohol content uh, than beer. But there's a specific 
uh, something and it's brewed in a specific city and there's the studies were shown it's, it's in Australia where they make this chemical or whatever that's in malt liquor and that little area in Australia has the highest murder rate in the world and that's oh, because wow. it's because it causes people to like go get violent and go no that's what malt liquor malt liquor like malt liquor beer or something compared to a regular beer makes you act different you know it's a different and it, it's crazy because back in like the 90s all the rappers used to promote malt liquor you know right that exactly well and that's kind of so where they're was, going and it was more promoted it was a member of saint ides right and, and uh, like cult 45 and right so it was uh, all the rappers so it was more it was it was actually uh, promoted more into the like the black communities and where do you have more yes. of the crimes yes and that's what prince was saying so they're spraying this chemical over the black communities and that's how you're getting all this crime and people and he was referring to himself and as being one of the people affected and remembering seeing this and seeing this happen and seeing the stuff in the sky so prince eloquently i mean eloquently nailed it on the on the head uh right before he died i mean it was within the year before he died um i i, I suggest a, you don't believe that's a reason why right no i mean that could be like i said everything they do is multifaceted they can tell you they want to reflect it and that could be their scientific reasoning but i don't believe that's the reasoning i believe if bill gates is involved then there's probably some eugenic uh type of thing going on i don't i don't believe i and then also it's to dumb everybody down and to control people you mm -hmm. know and there's a lot of it's just multifaceted when you know um every everything they do is multifaceted any government project anything they do has multiple uh they do it you know they they like i said they milk it for what it's worth and they get everything they can out of it so yeah. um there's multiple multiple things but i can tell you this i've been you know uh adamantly at this we'll say seven or eight years ten years I'm so uh, attuned of what's going on above me that I could tell you, like, oh yeah, they've been doing this to the sky. Like you can just see it going on. I can tell you what, when, if it's going to rain, what's going to happen. I can tell you if people, you know, I can literally predict just as, you know very well from mm. just looking up, and that's from studying the sky for almost a decade now. And I mean, I look at these planes and I ask and I answer. All the questions you've asked me, I've thought them all and asked them all, and I've and I've been able to, you know, exclude a lot of the stuff. And it's just I, I've come to a full blown, you know, it's a, it's a non. I mean, the, a lot of people in the chat, you know, also, you know, it's a non. To me, it's a non subject at this point. Like it's, they've already came out and told us. I don't even, I don't even really bring it up no more because it's like. I just assume, like, I just assume that, it, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I don't, you know, it's, it, I used to always want to tell everybody and like warn everybody, but like, I think I've come desensitized to it myself. Hmm.
you know. Yeah, and, that, that, that's interesting. Uh, so, let's see. Genie bottle. Uh, sorry, just. Um, no, go ahead. Gonna tend to the chat. Genie ethanol, possibly. Um, yeah, but I think ethanol is found in all sort of alcohol. Um, no, it's not ethanol. Oh, it's like some sort of barley or some sort of wheat. It's some it's something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, that I don't know. But I, I mean, it makes okay. I, regardless of the ingredient, it makes uh, it makes sense that um, that they were pushing it to a certain group. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, at that time. Um, I really would oh, love no, chin. not flax seeds. <laughs> Silly. Yeah, dude, you have a if it was uh, if it was flax seed, man, you have a bunch of uh, you have a bunch of um, of vegans fighting it off, man, at the farmers market. All right, John Wolf mentions talk about soy. Soy soy was uh, used in the seventies with an emulsion agent and lead paint. It's not meant for human consumption. So it messes up a female lowers reproduction cycle, reduces testosterone. Yes, John, you're you're right. So it does mess up with hormones. Um, I, I've read that before. Uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, but uh, then again, I mean, the, the the Asian culture, Chinese specifically, they've used that for thousands of years, um, and they tend to live pretty long lives. I don't know about their. Um, and speaking of reproductions, I mean, you know, how many millions of people? But yeah, I know it causes uh, some alteration when it comes to um, uh, hor hormones. Rick, Good point, uh, Ricky. Yeah, lifespan versus health span. You might live to 80, but if you're sick from age, yeah, no, dude, that's absolutely true, man. That's why a lot of uh, a lot of physicians when they get diagnosed with terminal illnesses they'll seek uh, they, they won't seek aggressive treatment believe it or not because um the quality is better than the quantity uh so think about it god forbid somebody was somebody you loved or yourself you were you know you were um, hit with a dire diagnosis if you could live six extra months but you would have to undergo miserable chemo or radio radiotherapy if you had an advanced form of cancer you know is it really worth living an extra six months if you have to be in bed vomiting all day right so that that goes with a lifespan versus a health span or a healthy right i mean length versus uh comfort yeah yeah hey mike um can you reiterate like are you talking about me like um, i don't break my arm patting myself in the back can you reiterate that for me bro yeah, because, I mean, if, if you know, we have a pretty respectful uh, audience, and uh, I kind of like uh, we we never really get any negative comments. If you don't, no, uh, I like neg, I like negative. I I want I like to hear negative too because I like to hear what people like what what made you think that, and I could kind of uh, answer why you feel that way. Um, but you know, if you have the ability, I would. It would be cool if you could pull up the clip of Prince on the PBS talking about what I'm talking about. Because he says the actual what I'm talking about. He okay, says I'll exactly the it's a quick clip. It's only like probably a minute long or 30 seconds long, maybe. We'll analyze the video. That's what uh Yeah. That's what we gotta call it. Anal analyzing the video that way we don't get dinged with any copyright craziness. 
look, man, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I definitely am proud that I've spent the time and research and put in the work to be able to know what I'm talking about. And I'm right now, I'm, you know, it's uh, one o'clock in the morning where I'm at been up all day watching football. So yeah, I'm not as fluid as I would be at like two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, you know, and I'd have my information in front of me. I would be able to answer these questions way more fluently. Um, this is off the top of my head. Um, and this is, hasn't been a topic I've gone deep into in a while because I haven't really needed to. Let's see what Prince has to say. Hmm. You said he was a, a, a PBS? Yeah, it was PBS. Yeah, one second. Yeah, no, we're talking not about Prince Harry, about Prince the uh, musician. You work out now, Luke? Good for you, brother. Well, here we go. Um, in prison, they served only soy, no beef, gives men breast. Yeah, I agree with that, Mike. And they do do that. I mean, that's part of the plan. I mean, American America is like the number one grower of soy, if I'm not mistaken. There's a lot of money in soy. Um, I see. I noticed, uh, Chinchi, that you have thinned out, bro. Good. Medication. What are you taking? Medication is that helping you lose weight or helping you work out or you you stop taking your medication? Yeah, the African senior. <laughs> yeah, but no problem, man. Don't let him turn you into a soy boy, Go. We, we're not letting that happen. Thank you, Go. Yeah, I can't find this thing on print. Uh, I'm sorry, you said PBS, right? Yeah, PBS. Or can you maybe just type in, go onto YouTube and type in Prince talks about chemtrails. Oh, it was chemtrails. Just... No wonder. I'm looking, Prince yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Prince. Uh... Yeah, I got you. Tavis Smiley. Uh that goofy dude with the like weird comb over <laughs> yeah 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 the singer claimed about his medicine you mean the one that passed away from his medicine is that what you're saying i'm gonna just give me for uh i love prince was uh prince was a cool guy man he was he was uh I mean, I love Prince. He was an amazing, but he was—he was very studied, learned guy. He was very uh, eloquent, uh, and he could hold—you uh, know—he could hold an interview with anybody. Yeah, and he's very eloquent. And that's why I think, just hearing this alone, that you would understand hardcore. Like it, it, hearing it from me, and then hearing it from him, and then listening to—you know—like I said, listening to these people all talk, it, it'll all—you know. It's a lot easier hearing it from me at one in the morning, you know, or whatever time it is. Like, you know. Yeah, I can't. I can't find them, dude. But if uh, if you if you come across it, we can always rehash we rehash this and bring it up. Hey, Gil, if you're in the chat still, find that video for me, can you? 
Come on, Jamie. Help a brother out here. Let's see. His name's not Jamie. It's, it's an inside joke. I Because he's very good at finding stuff. Like, like Joe Rogan's Jamie. So I was... Have to say, hey Jamie. Thanks, John, for your comment. John, great show. Reminds me of Art Belair. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. That's what we kind of want to emulate. Um, Yandex, Mike Raffoni, Prince does rare TV interview talks Obama chemtrails on PBS. That's from Mike Raffone. So he found God it. Bless you. God bless you, Mike. All right, so that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna type in. Uh, I'm gonna copy that and paste it here. I'm yeah, I still can't find it, dude. I will we'll cool. find it, it anyway. It's I, cool. Huh? It exists. It, it's cool. It exists. I think a lot of people in the, you know, people with Mike even gets it. Um. I want to. What are you saying here, Chichi, about not rehabs but worse off? So, yeah, Google's horrible. Um, so, but I mean, I I tried to use what is it? Uh, my mom uses one that was it was such a horrible app. So I, I found a quote by Prince. Everybody, it says, "A Prince, a purple rain was written about the fallout from chemtrails." There you go. I'm and kidding. you know it's ironic. Oh, kidding. I was like, I'm wow. <laughs> I didn't think so, though. I really didn't think that was the case. But did you know no, when he performed at the halftime show, no, it no. actually rained during? That it was rained. one of the most classic. Yeah, dude. It rained. Uh, yeah, it's halftime show when it rained and it was purple and it, like purple rain. Um, uh, I think Mike said he posted the link. I don't see anything here, bro. What's Yandex? Is is Yandex like uh I never been in search engine? Like search engine? Oh, it's cool. I never heard of Yandex. Yeah, they might have scrubbed it, but I mean we've what we've we've pulled it up in, in the past. Uh oh crap, yeah, dude. Here it is. Uh Yandex. Okay, let me um okay, I'm gonna bring it up, everybody. So here we go. Here. Yeah, yes. Um, copy video URL and I gotta paste it on the other. Okay, here it is, and I'll bring it up in a minute because I gotta, excuse me, I gotta bring it up on my, my phone. All right, here we go. Tell me about dream. Oh, well, um, when I saw the uh, State of the Black Union, Dick Gregory uh, really moved me and a lot of my friends. I show it to everybody that comes over the house, especially white folks, because they need to hear that, you know, so that they know more about all of us. Mm -hmm. Because um, what he said affects all of us. He said something that really hit home about um, this phenomena of chemtrails and you know when i was a kid i used to see these trails in the sky all the time and oh that's cool a jet just went over you started to see a whole bunch of 
And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing and you didn't know why. Okay. And, and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. So he, he started riffing about the chemtrails and he started to say things that, uh, hit home so hard. And I would recommend that everybody try to get what he said online or wherever and try to get a copy of it and just listen to it because the uh, i was so moved that i had to write the song the other thing is the first line of the song it says i was born uh, on the same plantation in the united states of the red white and blue and we live in a place now that feels just about like a plantation we're all indentured servants you know um when I found out there were eight presidents before George Washington, I wanted to smack somebody. You know, I wanted to know why I was taught otherwise. Just tell me the whole story. I'll fill in the blanks, but don't. That's it. That's uh, so it was Dick Gregory that we got to listen to. Yeah, um... we got to find Dick Gregory because he's the one that talks about what they put in the malt and the, the malt liquor that they sprayed over the communities to cause everybody to. Yeah, Dick Gregory was awesome, man. Yeah, to fight and argue and to just, you know, always be a hectic. Thanks, Mike, for know. finding it out, bro. Appreciate Thank you, it. Mike. Appreciate it, man. Um, that was cool. I love, I just love hearing Prince talk. I mean, he just sounded so, like, chill and, you know, I love hearing Prince talk, man. All right, so yeah, yep. Yandex is a Russian uh, uh, search engine. I already posted it. I'm gonna tell you, it's a Russian censor, Russian and no censorship. Prince oh, laid cool. back in a black suit. Good deal. So, we're we gonna get any of you guys. So you guys want to chime in? Call us 951 Um, if you got to chime in or if you want to do anything. But I think that the live, life is pretty, uh, the live chat is pretty active. Um, yeah, Rip Prince. Prince, I was heartbroken when Prince passed away, man. Um, Likewise, that's one, one guy I would have loved to see in life. Uh, and um, you know, uh, thanks, thanks, uh, Mike, for posting the, the Gregory. Uh, one thing about Prince, I believe he's so such an underrated guitar player, man. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, did, did you see the one? I'm sure you have the one, uh. When James Brown and Michael Jackson were on stage and they brought him up. Yeah, I seen that, man. That's a trip. That is a trip. I mean, he's just like killed the guitar. Then he like, remember he fell off the stage? That's, and, I like, think that's, the, that's probably like the only time when Prince has been on the same stage as Michael. Yeah, he didn't like them afterwards. He stopped liking them because of that. He said that they set him up. Oh, really? Yeah, he never really liked James Brown or Michael Jackson after that. He said mm -hmm. they set him up. I know that when uh, when Prince found out, actually, because I, 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 I listened to some interviews, but he, they said that when Prince found out that Michael Jackson um, passed away, he was, like, unconsolable for days. He, like, closed himself in his room, and he was just crying, and um, it really affected him, you know? Mm. They may not have been, you know, they weren't the best friends, but they really respected each other's crafts. They should have. They're two of the greats. They're yep. two of the greats. That's for sure. 
That's for sure. History as we know it lie. The truth is overlooked in order conform society into a specialized agenda. Yeah, that's what I that's what I be saying, John. Well, I I agree with you. Um people definitely want to overlook the truth just to conform. And that's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that the truth is right in people's faces and I mean a great example of what you just said is like going back to the uh, 2020 stuff. You know, all the truth was right in your face. History was repeating itself right in your face. And uh, some people just went. Some people said they, they didn't believe it. They didn't want to get the, the shot. They didn't want to do none of that. But they still did it just to get along and go along. So... And you know how they control they control public opinion with fear, man. You think that you're gonna say something, and then next thing you know, they're gonna come for you. Yeah, you know? I don't really feel like they're. I feel like they're coming for us in ways like like well, you don't believe. I think the chemtrails is a way that they're after. You know, the AI, the censoring, the constant fear mongering on TV, all that is just affecting everybody's health in a way that. We don't know what our future, what the future is like, because again, LeBron James's son is what 19 years old and had a heart attack. Come on, yeah, dude. there's nothing normal about that. So to mm -hmm. say that you know people live longer and do better, like I just that's fine. We do have great advances. John Rockefeller lived to be 105 years old. He had like eight heart replacements. You know, he had one at like 101 years old. He had another heart transplant. So, I mean, right. yeah, you can live for, for as long as you want if you got money, especially. But uh, um, we don't know what all these all these things were talked about. We don't know what the future holds as far as the effects go. And neither do the scientists or anybody doing this. That is something that nobody really does know. And do they really care when their ultimate goal at the end is to have a lower population? Maybe what they're spraying will sterilize people so that we can't reproduce i mean i can't tell you everything because it changes so much but there is an ulterior motive to everything they do and i can't mm. rule it out and i'm not gonna sit here and say okay well i was in the plane with them spraying but um i've now was it all a front i don't know but again i've watched dr david keith rave and rant and you know you look at the donation people it's all these big wigs that donate for this exact thing and they think they're doing something great by fighting for global warming and it's like dude you're creating the global warming do you not see that you're mm. creating the problem so like again our government is what they cause a problem they cut what is it problem cause solution and then uh right they come up with the problem they they fix it and then they have the solution like they they do it all you know what i'm saying so they think that they're actually doing something but really they're like um i, I said that wrong i'm butchered the crap out of that by the way it's <laughs> sorry dude. it's late dude. problem action solution my bad you know so yeah, yeah no, go along, get along. I agree, John. Go along, get along. That's exactly what it is. So are we able to pull that Dick Gregory thing up or you could were you not able to get it? 
No, I can get it, but I'm sure that thing's probably gonna be. Well, let's see how long it's gonna be. It's probably it's not that long. I bet it's not that long. No, okay, let me see here. If you could find a clip mm -hmm. of it, especially because I just want to know the name of that damn what's in the uh what's in the uh, in, in the malt liquor that's what Prince was talking about that they were spraying over everybody. It's a specific thing. All right, here we go. Are you guys uh, going to go turn in uh, to Mr. Is he still this alive? A... No, he passed away. And this guy is a mm -hmm. legend. Everybody go watch him on your own time too. He's awesome. All right. So we're going to be doing an analysis on Dick Gregory uh, about malt liquor, lead, and chemtrails. Here we go. I'm so tired black folk walk around looking all evil like that's going to change something. Looking all mean. Talking all crazy. Let them tell you about your children. If I sit here today and these are all white folks and they're putting some sleeping pill in my walk and I sit up here and doze off and go to sleep and everybody told in the world, niggas is lazy. I'm tired. No, that's because you too naive enough to know what they putting in my walk, okay? Your children ain't violent because they black. They ain't violent. Most people in the world are ghetto. They don't kill people. What are you putting in my malt liquor, white boy? Malt liquor is by white companies, but only sold in black neighborhoods, and you ain't checked it to see what's in it. How much lead are you putting in my neighborhood? Lead affects my banking capacity. Lead is only one thing on the planet more dangerous than lead, and that's manganese. Manganese will make you kill your mother. Manganese. That's you it. No that's problem. it. If you Magonies. want to see the largest homicide rate in the world, it ain't in no black ghetto in America. It's a little town in Australia where them white folks' homicide rate is 200 times what their population is. And that town just happened to be located across the street from a manganese plant. That town is located across the street from a manganese plant. How much manganese are you spraying in my neighborhood at night while I'm sleeping? Never shot your car. That was Dick Gregory speaking about a bunch of stuff. Pretty interesting. <laughs> he's he got you gotta know he was old at the time and he he doesn't hold back. He's very um he's intense, I mean, but yeah, once you you're know, old man, you you don't care anymore. You just speak. He doesn't mind. care. Like someone will ask him a question and he'll be like, Did you not hear what I just said? Listen! <laughs> And he'll like go off on the on the interviewer like, listen, I just said it. And I mean, he, but he he's sincere what he said. And you know, it was the magnese. So that was the ingredient this whole time that I was talking about. It was magnese, and that's what is in malt liquor. Magnese, yeah. Magnese, and what he was saying is in Australia there's a magnese plant 
that produced it and that's where the highest murder rate is in the world and it's 200 times anywhere else it's because there's stacks of it being you know the smoke's coming up and all the people in the town are breathing it and like it's it makes you so angry like he said it'll make you kill your mother or you know it'll have you doing crazy stuff and that's what they were putting in the malt liquor and that's one of the things that they were putting in the chemtrails well check uh check your multivitamin folks because manganese is an ingredient and in most uh you can actually buy uh, manganese uh comes from multivitamins vitamin b12 um <laughs> what a trip so for you guys that are the healthy folk check uh, to see what has manganese because a lot of stuff carries it Jeez, didn't know yeah, that stop. i would i don't yeah Gil, one... check your supplements Gil. Yeah, this one thing here, I was looking at supplement, it carries manganese 8 milligrams, and that's 348% of the daily value. Why would you need 348% of the daily value of something? Mm. Has, look, check this out. Vitamin E, uh, 34, this, this is a vitamin you can buy. Vitamin E, you're probably buying it for that. Vitamin E, 34%. Calcium, 2%. Manganese, 3, 4, 348%. Is it magnesium or magnesium? Manganese. I put it in the. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it too. I, I was. I was reading Mike's comment. No. No. It's not magnesium. Mag magnesium. We all need magnesium. Yeah. Um, he. I, I. I'm sure he's aware of what magnesium is. Yeah. No. Manganese. It's a. Uh, it's a different animal. Yeah. So that's interesting, you know, and like, again, these are rabbit holes that I've gone down. And I mean, this is just one of a million, you know, these are one of a million rabbit holes that I've gone down on this topic. And, you know, there's the people that speak on it are very sincere. You know what I'm saying? You get some really good testimony. Um, Wayne, Dane Wigington, you know, he's a great one, man. He he's he's a great one yeah um he he goes to these colleges he goes to harvard and confronts dr david keith and says hey man what is this gonna the same questions you asked me he he asked dr david keith the same mm. questions you know what is this gonna do in the future and what is your outcome well your 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 total out like what is your final goal and when it you know all the everything you were asking me i mean he went there and asked him you know he's in a suit He's, you know, professional. I mean, this is not, you know, they they have a debate. There's an actual debate between the two. And it's, you know, again, this is a Harvard professor. I just don't think that, again, I, I guess they would, they would lie because Harvard's, you know, Harvard is one of the biggest lies ever. But, uh. John Wolf says, uh, "I'm five. I'm 57, retired military. I could take you down a rabbit hole." Well, call us, John. Come on, call the Let's call the number, man. Give give us a little bit. Give us a couple of minutes. Uh, best thing to do for you will be to text text uh, text me your number. Uh, text me uh, at the nine five one triple eight zero three one three, and then I'll send you a link, uh, which would actually improve the voice uh, quality. Or you can uh, just call the number and I'll pull you on through. But if if uh, if you text me, I'll um, it's better because that way people can hear you uh, a lot better. We'd love to talk to a retired military. By the way, thank you for serving. Um, yeah, man, I would I would love to. You guys get you know, we are we are a call-in show. 
a lot of people assume that my either uh either tim or i are callers but no we're actually the hosts so like the other day somebody people didn't want to call because they thought tim was actually a caller there's a good uh, my, one yeah, yeah Mike, go ahead yeah no go ahead go ahead. you can read it um intake of magnesium should not exceed 10 milligrams per day because of risk of nervous system side effects only take magnesium supplements under the supervision of doctors especially true for children goodness thank you thank you mike thank you mike um yeah. have you been on ketamine what's ketamine isn't I've heard there's studies with ketamine as far as for de, for depression and stuff. Isn't that like the yeah. raver the, the raver drug? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Special K. You do that, you're gonna find the next dimensions. You'll see those other dimensions. You may not like what you see. Yeah, you might not like what you see, but you'll get some truth out of it. Oh yeah. John. Oh, he was talking to John. Oh, the number. The number, John, is What's 9551880313. Go ahead and text us and I'll send you the link. Yeah, I'm aware of it. I was just messing around with you guys. I was, I'm aware of what it is. I grew up, I grew up, I graduated in 2000. There was actually like raves and stuff back then. Not that I'm a oh, yeah, uh, pro proponent or anything. I'm just saying I grew up in that time period where Magnes helps the body form connective tissue bones, blood clotting factors, and sex hormones. It also plays a role in fat and carbohydrate metal metabolism, calcium absorption, and blood sugar regulation. Okay. Cool. So sex hormones, like, is that why? Uh, I can't, I won't drop that joke. I'll leave that mm -hmm. one alone. Uh, magnesium is a mineral that is essential for a healthy muscle, nerves, bones, and blood sugar levels. Okay. Yeah, I have, uh, yeah, magnesium definitely we all need. But, you know, everything, uh, there's there's four vitamins that uh, that you, you shouldn't, uh, well, I, yeah, there's four, well, yeah, four vitamins that you, you have to be careful with. And those are the ones that are fat-soluble because th those are the ones your body can store. So vitamin K, vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin E, those you have to take carefully, okay? Uh, because those will store in your bodies and they can potentially cause a lot of harm. All the other vitamins, you'll just end up peeing them away. So you, you can't overdose on all the other vitamins. Just remember the CADE, K-A-D-E, those are the ones that are dangerous. And I, for the most part, you have to, um, you know, for high doses, your doctor has to prescribe you. Uh, especially, if, I, I don't think you can get vitamin K over the counter. Um but yeah, those are the, the quote unquote dangerous one. Everything else you need trace. And, and you know, if you have a if you have a healthy healthy diet, most of the stuff you're gonna end up getting anyway in your diet. And you know, to to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, Chi uh Chin Chi is the special K thing, as far as you know, there it's kinda ironic that you know, kinda like MDMA, it was used for you know treatment for depression and other things 
at one point and then it became illegal and then it's back legal again and same with the ketamine you know that was it was illegal wasn't illegal and then it became illegal in like 2001 i believe it became a schedule one drug and then you know 20 years later there it's legal again and it's a medicine it's like they didn't want you to take it and it actually had good effects for you um i always find that weird that they always yeah. tell you these things are so bad and then it turns out they're like they're, they're giving it to us medicine 20 years later you know yeah one you know a couple of years they tell you hey meat red meat's really bad for you and then they're like hey go on a red meat diet you know yeah yeah the red yeah (laughs) there's always like these i think you just sometimes you just crave certain food i think you just your body's telling you maybe there's a chemical deficiency that you may have so i don't know if it happens sometimes i just go i go ahead and i um sometimes i start craving things out of the ordinary and your body's pretty smart when it comes to uh things that are deficient you know yeah i agree I agree. And that's how I feel like with the earth too. I think the earth is very good at replenishing itself. It knows what it needs. And that's why I feel like to think that we could destroy something by so easily as a car or something in 200 years. I just, I find that hard, hard to uh, fathom because I think the earth can regenerate itself and re, you know, I think it can, you know, regenerate itself. A lizard's tail keeps could chop it off and it'll come right back so john we have you on we just need you to connect your mic or your camera uh before you can be connected to the stream uh so you're actually you're on you just need to either i mean mic is not necessary you can always black it out uh somehow um we don't put your face anyways um but connect your i don't know if you're calling from a phone or a computer um you can just uh you know cover the camera and then the voice is the mic is what we really need like or if you, you look just, down you could just if you don't want to have you know just just hit your uh camera button off if you don't want if you want to if you don't want to be seen just to be sure yeah you'll be all right i'm excited to have you on bro what's that i said i'm excited to have mike on uh, me too man i want to i want to hear your stories yes we'll you. try the stream uh, link one more time mike if it doesn't work for you it's okay just go ahead and call i mean tim tim you called for like that was that was your go-to right before it was just that was my tim. go-to yeah it was just call just call in and it's fine the sounds a little bit different but it sounds kind of more like an art bell show with the radio in the background that's right no i could call her it's all the same in the end and anybody that keeps hearing like a Mar- I have a 19 year old cat named Marley and nice. yeah, he just turned 19 like two weeks ago and oh, or he's crazy. 18 or 19. I always get the, he, he's either 18 or 19. I've had him basically my whole adult life. So you'll hear him. He likes to come in and say, howdy. I know a lot of people, I know Luke and Gil in the chat, they know they always hear Marley and like the people from our shows will hear him and say, Oh, hi, Marley, because he likes to join in every so often. We so, need a picture of Marley to put it on our. I can provide that. 
When you have time, you shoot me a picture of Marley and we'll make him the official cat of Strange Days. All right. Cool. And we'll do. Marley, you just became the official cat. All right. Here we got a call from Bill. Um, one second here. Call from. Strange Days Live. John? Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for calling us. Uh, one second here. Let me just get everything ready so we can. How does it sound, Tim? Sounds good. I don't... Maybe the music in the background could go. Yeah, I'll turn it I off. want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll turn it off. Okay, here we go. You're on the air. All right. Uh, well, it's a civic agenda, but what, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I'm retired military. I've seen a lot of. Uh, a lot of things that uh, most people would call me 15 years ago talking about this to friends, other radio programs. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're whack of right. okay. But 15 years in the future, right now, guess what? All that shit has been has been proven fact. Awesome. You're right. Uh, one quick thing, Mike. There's so much. What, uh, just uh, if uh, if you can avoid uh, any kind of profanity, so we don't get dinged. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I constantly thought about that. It just came out. I'll think about it. That's okay. I apologize for that. Yeah, no. And before we go yeah. on, uh, before we go on, we have uh, John uh, Johnson the area. I, I just want to thank you for serving, John. Uh, it's my pleasure. What what Likewise, branch were you in? I was in Army Intelligence. Boy, in how many years were you in the service? I was in for four years. Got it. And uh, I take your probably... I, did, uh, I was in, for years in, in, in Army Intelligence, and then I was transferred to for another 15 years in a region I don't really want to talk about, but that is what gives me my intel, and I don't want to disclose that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we really... <laughs> So tell us, so what are some of the things uh, that, uh, that 15 years ago people would have uh, called you a whole bunch of silly names uh, that you kind of had a, a, a prediction about? Or, or... All right, all right, all right. Take, for example, global warming. Okay. Global warming is cyclical. It has been happening since the dawn of time. But the government found out, hey, we can make money off this, right? Now look at Elon Musk. Elon Musk started the electric car business. All right. Problem is, he didn't have a lot of financial capital back in the day. So he started his little SpaceX program. Well, who funded that? The government. The hmm. government will give Elon Musk money for his electric car industry if he can develop the space program because the government wants to be clandestine. They don't want to use NASA. As soon as the space shuttle went down, oh, wow. okay. all that all that is in the public eye. They want to be clandestine. So they said, okay, we're going to give you X amount of money and you develop this electric car crap. All right? But he also wanted to do space program. So now the military will use Elon Musk's 
space technology on agenda. You know why? Like project money, black ops money, all that stuff comes from behind the scenes. They use a civilian contractor, Elon Musk. Guess what? It doesn't get traced back to NASA. It doesn't get traced back to the government. Hmm. They can use whoever they want that's going to have that technology. Okay. We're giving this money to produce this. In return, you produce your electric car program, which goes along with the global global warming project. Absolutely. It's all all a fallacy. Now, before we go on... Money, no, uh, no. It just says that before we go on, John, we don't. Uh, you don't. You don't have any NDAs or anything that you would. Uh, you don't want to disclose any. Uh, just for your own protection. Uh, just want to make sure that you don't have any. Uh, you don't want to impose any NDAs that you that you might have signed. Uh, just for your for safety. You know how that goes. There's some people in the chat that were um, that want to make sure that whatever you disclose from the army won't get you in trouble. Basically. No. I'm good. Okay, perfect. It's, it's basically public knowledge if people look into it. He's right. Good. Yeah, what he's saying is is all public. He's very he's on point. I love it. Keep going, man. You're cooking. Go on. Keep going. What? Sorry. To... They funded Elon Musk's project. Mm-hmm. Okay, they funded him. There was two things that they did. They said, okay, we'll give you money for your electric car program to promote the global warming agenda. But he wanted to do the space thing, but he didn't have enough money. Government funds him. They use him as a private contractor to keep their names off the book as far as the NASA goes. They use use black project money, and they're in the clear. He's a fall guy, basically. If the government goes down because of it, he's the fall guy. He needed the money. He does his electric car thing. I think uh, Tesla is the largest electric car producer in the world. How did he get that money? To SpaceX projects. Do you think everything that goes up on one of them rockets, everybody knows about? Oh, what they tell you? He's doing stuff for the government, putting satellites into orbit have the technology they're funding him for what he wants he's the richest man in the world richest man in the world why is that government money he started off with basically nothing he had an idea he went to the government they funded him oh well we'll give you x amount of money for this project but you have to help us with this project you know that that makes that that, uh that makes a whole bunch of change man because then you have a fall guy yeah, exactly. That makes and up. the government, the government will take out their own people. All right, look at Kennedy. Do you think that was Lee Harvey Oswald? No, no. no. They will drop their own, but they want to sure. make. A, they have an agenda. They want to make a profit. They want. They they always have a fall guy. There, it's always the fall guy. The thing about the government is they will take down their own. They will take down their own, and they'll find somebody else. Hmm. And that's what so, they do. I was going to ask you, so then with the Epstein thing, do you, do you feel like uh, with Epstein, like the exact same thing? Like, you know, uh, there was a lot of people involved and they will take out their own people to get whatever, you know, 
Oh yeah. For their yeah. They will take they will take out their own to save their own skin. They always there are the government is always looking for a fall guy. All right. Look at the reporter that died back in I think 2013, 2014, Michael Hastings. They hacked his yep. car. They From the Rolling Stone nineties. Say again? Yeah. From the Rolling Stone magazine, Michael Hastings. No, I'm talking about the reporter Michael Hastings. Yeah, yeah, Michael Hastings, the reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was driving the BMW and uh Yeah, they hacked into his his BMW and he crashed into a tree. Sorry to interrupt. I was just letting everybody know who he was. Yeah, it was my it was Michael Hastings. I think it was back in twenty thirteen or fourteen, maybe. Can't mm-hmm. remember the date, but I just kind of remembered him. But that's that's what they do. I mean, it's all for profit, and the profit doesn't really come from the person that's the fall guy, like say Elon Musk. It's the global consensus where everybody just kind of falls in line and just follows. Okay, like with COVID, COVID was the same thing. They frightened so many people into conformity, and it was a test. All right, COVID mm-hmm. was a test mm. to see who is going to conform, who's going to get the vax. All right, I've known people that have been healthy their entire lives. They go out and they get the vax. What happens? They either Drop get two things: pneumonia or blood clots. Yeah, no, that's proven. Now, people call me conspiracy theorist, but I have facts. I've seen people that are healthy. And six months later, they're in the hospital for no reason. True. I've experienced that firsthand. So, John, let me ask you, uh, uh, what do you think the next 10 years holds for us? What are we expected to see in the next 10 years from, you know, just from from personal experience or, or things that you've experienced while you were in the military? It's, it's already started. You look at the Hamas-Israel war. All right, you look at, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but if you go to the even the Bible, you go to Nostradamus, everything starts in the Middle East. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's been going on since the 60s and 70s. Damascus and now, will fall, it's, right? It's getting, it's getting momentum. So how close how close you believe we're to the midnight hour, if you will? Well, I do like Black Sabbath. And, uh, oh no no what what I meant what I meant to say is you know you know that we have like yeah, the, I, I there's, a, there's a song that kind of goes along with that <laughs> we have it, our doomsday it's a, clock it's a, prelude. it's a prelude right now it is all over the board it could go so, one way or the other you know, Israel th- claims they have the Iron Dome and they can protect themselves I mean the Israeli citizens are required to have at least two years of military service, men and women. Yes. But when push comes to shove, who do they call? Us. United States. America. Yeah, right. The global police. Yes. And that's the only reason we're out there. Okay? Because we're in NATO. All right? Where Where is the NATO headquarters? United States. Sure. I mean, we're pretty much our name. We're the, we, we're the, 
Yeah, yeah we're the military up. for the New World Order. Sorry. Exactly. NWO. George W. Yep. Bush Senior. He, he said yes, New World Order. Yep. I mean, I went back to Iraq, you know, and the back in 1990 when all this crap started i mean it happened before that but that was kind of the initiation to where we are now oh they make a you know war makes money all right war is a money machine war makes money so all right go back to 9 11. everybody thinks it was a terrorist i'll tell you right now it wasn't a terrorist it was the cia and the israeli Mossad, the start of that. But they could form the people into thinking, oh, it was a terrorist. So that way, when we spend all their tax money and we go to war, the people are on board. They have to make an excuse. They can't just say, okay, so so and so did this, we gotta get them. No. They gotta pin some, they have to have a fall guy. And that was the I think Doc's heard this once or twice in the past week. This is the way it was back in the day. I mean, even now, it's more clandestine now, but back in the day, it was obvious, and everybody said, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist because you said this and that. Well, a lot of this stuff is coming to fact right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude. A lot of what you said, I think I've said a lot this week about all of it. I mean, you pretty much, in my opinion, now I don't know what Doc's opinion is, but I mean, bro, you, you couldn't have said it any better, in my opinion, and from how first, I see it. Actually, the first time I've actually tuned into the show, so I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking off the cuff. No, I appreciate I it. I don't know if or two or whatever. I'm just like, this is. I this, love it. It's not the way I, I love it. it. The way it is, and right. we appreciate that. You know, we we don't rehearse. Uh, nothing here is rehearsed. Um, we just kind of fly off the cuff. I think that's it. That's when you uh, when you see people's transparency and and you're able to uh, you know to assess who they really are. So we appreciate you for uh, sharing all that with us. And you, you know, you want to know? I, there's no NDAs. I mean, since we're, since we're on the subject, and I've just talked about stuff that I I know about. I mean, just like something that will be like high profile most of the stuff i talked about with you right now is i mean you could go into any walmart and start a conversation and somebody's going to have a reaction to it mm. so it's already right. high profile but there's a lot of stuff that are just you know i mean the thing is is people don't know where a lot of this money came from where did where did this money come from Sure. To pay these people to do what they do. Yeah. Who are the donors? Who are these people funding all this? Can I ask you a question? What What's your opinion on uh, a World Economic Forum? And do you have one? And 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 their agenda for twenty thirty? I actually do. Everybody's talking about a cashless society. All right. Uh huh. Now. First of all, that's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. There will never be a cashless society because all the drug money usually comes from South America. Physical cash. There's so much cash, they don't count 
they have to put it on pallets and they weigh that. Who do you think gets kickbacks from decisions in Washington? They get physical cash. They will never get rid of that. The problem I is agree. people want people want to go to a credit society. You know why? Why are they pushing it now? Well, they got facial recognition on just about every camera. You go to Walmart, you go to a gas station, you go into any little mom and pop's place, they can have facial recognition. Yeah. Right? You go down to the DMV and you get your driver license picture. Why is there a barcode on the back? Why is there a gold star in some states? Because your face is in the system. They want you to be in the credit system. So they can track your purchases. They can track your location. They can track all that. But they will never get rid of cash. They make people scared. Like, oh, we're going to get rid of cash. Let's go to credit cards. Guess what? They got you. They will never get rid of cash. Never. Because that pays off all the government officials. It's non-traceable. It's unmarked money that can't be traced back to the feds. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. Well, th- thank you so much, John. We appreciate you calling, man. It means a lot to us. And, you know, you're always welcome back on the show. Um, thank you for taking your time again. Th- thank you so much for your service. Um, Tim, do you want to add some? Oh, man. I, I I, mean, dude, I really loved your call, man. You, uh, In my opinion, on my behalf, I, I agree with everything you said i mean you couldn't have said it much better um thank you for your service and definitely call back man i'd love to pick your brain some more man um thanks for tuning in uh you know call thank, back you so in, much. Man. thank you john you bet uh, you guys take care you too buddy listen to you us too. uh right that's awesome man mike or uh John was that was awesome, man. He he did he not say a lot of the stuff we've been talking about all week, or am I? Absolutely. I mean, he was on, he was on it, man. He was he was on fire. I, I was loving it. I was clapping. If just so you know, I was clapping. And not only that, bro, but this is a this is a guy. This is a gentleman who served in our military. Yeah. So that for me, that like triples the validity or quadruples the validity of whatever you know. Whatever his opinion side. I forgot to ask him his opinion on chemtrails. Dang it. I totally wanted to get his opinion on that. It's all right. I bet you I know it. Say it in the chat, John. What's your opinion on on, uh, chemtrails, if you don't mind me asking? Nice time, John. You're a real one. I agree, Luke. That was a good call. That was a good call. Let's see. What's Jeannie say? Trans folk make up very small amount of society yet are focused on a bigger problem. Because yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't want to look, bro. I'm not gonna. Get, I don't want to get attacked by any communities. But look, absolutely. I mean, I, if you're a female and you have a male trying to be a female better than you as a female, I think I would be offended. But that's as far as I'll take it. I don't really want to uh, say anything that uh, bend anybody. Yeah, but no, it does I... cause division. But it does cause division, and so does Black Lives Matter. So does Antifa, and so does all of that stuff. All of it. 
it's not it's not organic. Listen, I'm all for an organic movement. I'm all for if the people get together and there's an injustice, like you know, a man gets killed down the street and you all your neighbors get together and you go march down and you you know, that is an organic movement. I'm all for that. I'm I'm all for everybody fighting for your truth and for your freedom and for your rights. But when you talk about having meetings at the White House with Black Lives Matter and having LGBTQ light up your White House, um, then now you're talking about you know we're not we're now we're now getting into a different agenda here um you know gaslighting everybody and virtue signaling it, it's not i don't know yeah it's hard for me to uh, that's cool so john uh tim wanted to know what your opinion on chemtrails are he wished he would have asked you uh on live but if if you uh yeah John says he's hearing himself. That's a trip. Uh, yeah, we have that that nice delay. But um, John, if you can chime in, uh, your thoughts on chemtrail, uh, Tim will be appreciative. He uh, unfortunately he forgot to ask you. I was so in, I was so enamored with what you were saying, dude. You were so on point. I did. I was just like, wow, cool, man. I thought maybe you were listening this week, but. You hit a lot of our topics one by one down the line. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, he, he hit a he hit a bunch of them. And, bunch uh, of like, them. Like I, I mean, no. exactly. Go that, ahead. That's great. And, and the validity, like I again, when, when you you know when you have this when you have the background of being in the military, man, the validity for me just kind of skyrockets. You know. Right, right. It had. That's why I said I was a little clapping behind. I was like, well, looks like a lot of the stuff that was said. There's some validity to it for sure. Definitely. Um. Um, Jeannie, a, a question to you is, is the trans movement as big where you live as what you would perceive it is in America? Because, um, I, I think all that stuff started and I, this isn't a political thing. This is just how I see it. I think the BLM and the. Oh man, the whole f the pride thing. Um, it started to be like a not organic thing when Obama was president. It became an agenda when Obama was president. Um, and mm. then, in, and, and this is how I look at it. I look at it like this. You couldn't have Obama without Bush. Like you need Bush had to exist for everybody to flip to go to Obama. And you could never have a Donald Trump if you didn't have an Obama for everybody to want to flip for a Donald Trump. If that makes any sense. Like it yeah, took the, pen the, the pendulum needs to swing the other way. So it, I, I get what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like they one just goes so far one way that everybody's like, all right, we need to bring it this way. And so they go, you know what I'm saying? So like you kind of, they kind of run off each other. And that being said, it's like, all right, well, well, we were talking about Bush and the whole election thing. Well, 2000 with Gore, you know, uh, mm -hmm. or not Gore, when he ran against Kerry, they were both sc skull and bones, man. 2004. They were both, 2004, I'm sorry, 2004. Yeah. They were both skull and bones, man. How can you run against somebody that you're literally a fraternal, a frat brother with? That goes to show you right there, just in that election alone, that it was, it didn't matter who you voted for. 
Oh, I see it what really, you mean. The, the outcome was pretty much the same. It was the same. You were gonna get you were gonna get whatever you were whatever their agenda was, it didn't matter. You were gonna get that. Period. And I feel like unfortunately that's how it is with most of our presidents down the line. Um you know, they're they're more of just like a uh talking thing a point you know they're like a face and that's why every you know a biden would be so embarrassing because if he's the face of america that's embarrassing and it's mm. not you know it's embarrassing like it, as much as everybody and you know wanted to uh you know trash trump um he made america respectful in my opinion respectable again in my opinion when i as far as like other countries looking at us not like we're just this weak uh soy country like people were saying in the chat you know um uh, probably crazy it's, it's just my opinion you know it's just how i see it um good deal well um what time is it over there in, uh, in Ohio, my friend? It is one thirty-nine. Yeah, I think we're gonna probably gonna call it a show. How do you feel? I'm yeah. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. I'm yeah, just I'm going. enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah, me uh, me the too. interaction today. Um, superb. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, just we're almost, we're, <laughs> we're twenty minutes short of four hours, so. Man. We can give we can give we can give art a run for his money. I always thought art show were so long, but when you do them, the time goes by so quickly. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I mean, you start talking. I mean, time, you know, time just goes. Yeah, you know, it really does. So, thanks, um, thanks, Luke. Go, yeah, appreciate uh, Chinchi. Thank you, great show. Uh, you know, uh, subscribe and like. I know it's cliche, but it does actually help us uh, to reach a wider audience. So, you know, su subscribe, like, and also recommend us to your friends um, out there. We appreciate it. Um, every day we're growing, and um, yeah, no, we thank you so much. I know Tim feels the same way, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So thank you for our guest, John. Thank you, sir, for serving. Thank you for everybody that took place. Mike, thank you so much for um, for uh, for the, the links. Uh, it was a hodgepodge uh, today, and I think all of our shows are pretty much hodgepodge, which is kind of fun because that way you don't bore the audience, you know? Yeah, I like that. You know, I just like it takes a, a life of its own, and that's it i mean that's i love the i love the uh i love the format so far let's keep it let's keep it going and you know thanks for you know again to the chat everybody thanks for uh contributing without you guys yeah. it, you know you guys contributing it, it it gives us you know it's it's a good thing so i appreciate you guys in the chat again um get some good rest if and then enjoy your sunday tomorrow all right, guys. God bless you. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your family. Thank you for listening. And we're signing off. Thank Peace. you. Uh, Strange Days Live. Peace. Mike, do not comply. Or exactly. I do. I, we do not consent, man.
the truth. Here we go. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you so much from Tim right. and I. Peace. Follow tomorrow. I think tomorrow we'll, we'll make it a shorter show uh, just because it's Sunday. But uh, thank you, guys. God bless you. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. I'm going to stay on for a hot second to say something to you when, they, when you exit yeah, out. Yeah, me too. I was going to tell you this, Tim. Okay.